7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah. Who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, God, oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, God, oh, man. Oh, God, oh, man. Oh, God. So, I think tonight might call for that. We, we should start the show with that. Uh, here. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Ryan O'Neill, for that superb acting. Uh, so anyway, welcome <laughs> to uh, Turn Up the Night, uh, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live 9-15-2020, right here on Radio for Humans and fellow humans on the program. Well, she's right there in Studio uh, LR, the Suze. Uh, welcome to the show. Hello, I'm here. All right. And of course, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania. Welcome, sir. Town Hall here Thursday. <laughs> Excuse me. Something went down the wrong pipe. Yeah, um, I, I'm excited about that. It, it's not serious. It's just a little, <laughs> little saliva. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and of course, <laughs> excuse me, Zelda McGregor, uh, Cape Cod, welcome to the program. Hello. Yeah, so, um, okay, I, I need to start off on, on something here that's driving me out of my head. All right, three things happened today. And uh, there, there, there is something um, uh, going around that is a Nazi tactic right now, everybody, and it is called blood libel. And um, it is, it is one of the um, most disgusting things. Uh, and and it, it's it's flipped on its head. But I was watching. I've seen several scholars, uh, intellectuals, whatever, say basically yes. QAnon is a thinly veiled Nazi cult, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know the description of blood libel, of course, uh, from the Webster's Dictionary, is an accusation that Jewish people use the blood of Christians in religious rituals, especially in the pre- preparation of Passover bread, other things. All right, so that was that was used by Nazis to to great effect to demonize Jews to have them killed, right? I'm not trying That's to compare insane. what yeah, I'm not trying to compare I'm saying what th- this this is being employed once again on multiple levels leading up to the election and QAnon is behind it. And of course, some of the people in the highest offices in our nation are supporting this shit uh including well uh you know who um but i, I want to start off first by by saying there are three things that just had my blood boiling about this today um and i was so angry i was i was kind of shaking about this I, I i went on to and you know i know i should you should never do it you should never engage the the hive of scum well, 
the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. One of my old bandmates, uh, who uh, bandmates Pete, who's a veteran, um, is a Biden supporter, and uh, he posted something. It was a, a, a New York Times article. Uh, you know, Trump promises made, promises kept fact check you know and of course he made all kinds of promises joe and he didn't follow through no so so all the trump cultists are coming out of the woodwork just insulting people all his friends who are where's the wall where's your wall you wanted so bad yeah we got it like you know an inch of it or something like that and mexico is not a peso paid for it but so i'm over there um and in zelda i'm scrolling through and of course you know what's going on all the trump cultists are just over there spinning in a fact-free universe of of disgusting indecency right part for the very charitable way to describe it yeah uh and 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 writhing in their hog shit um and uh and so i uh, this one guy um i forget what his initial post was but it was so just stupid I, i i you know Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. It was he, he said the New York Post or the uh, I'm sorry, the New York, New York Times is trash. They're a bunch of globalists, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you're calling the New York Times globalists? I was like, Trump's been a globalist for decades. I, I don't know how you know. And I said, you must you must really enjoy all those, uh, you know, the trade deals or, or, or you know the the patents and everything, the Chinese patents that Ivanka got. So what did he do? He shot back and said, started talking about something I had to Google. There is a movie called Cuties that is generating a lot of controversy right now that's on Netflix, all right? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard shit about it, so I had to look it up. I'm like, I don't know. And he said, I can tell you this. Not a single Trump supporter supports that movie Cuties, but I can tell you what, Democrats all support it. Because they're a bunch of pedos. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I, I I looked this movie up and I was I was pretty disgusted by it. Um, because they're like, no, 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 this is a movie where we ex- sexually exploit young girls to point out how sexual exploitation of young girls is bad. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, I don't care what the you know. There's a way to do that. And it's not the way this movie's doing it. I saw it. It, it, it was repugnant. Uh, I am, you know, uh, you know, the idea of sexualizing children is so repulsive and disgusting to me. Right now, because kids they smell like poop and milk. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's nothing good about that. Um, and so, uh, but no, I, I, I kid, that's just a dumb joke I make from time to time, but no, I, the, the idea of that is repulsive. It makes my blood boil to think that somebody could hurt a child like that too. So, but here's the thing. The only people talking about pedophilia are people on the right. I mean, you know, I mean, yes, we all talk about pedophilia when it's necessary. If, If there's somebody who's caught, yes, let them burn. You know, let them rot in prison. You know, I've said chemical castration before. You know, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, 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 I've I've been pretty, you know, it's it's like. But this whole thing is, um, you know, so, so that's where it started today. You know, when I saw that. And then I go on to uh, the 
the mediaite and i see this story that's trending and there are two things in here that are that is that are absolutely disgusting this is from uh ktvx uh abc uh, abc out of utah i don't know exactly what city um uh probably salt lake or something like that but uh uh, Katie Corrales is reporting from an anti-mask rally that happened there in the last couple of weeks. And um, anti-mask rally. Yeah, play, pay close attention to uh, uh, two things in here that the anti-maskers say. Now, hundreds have gathered here in front of the Washington County Administration building, calling for the end of a mask mandate, saying they are tired of not living their normal lives. A passionate call for action Friday morning in St. George. Several police officers on standby as many locals called concerns about coronavirus spikes overblown. The flu kills more than coronavirus. Others are stating that asymptomatic carriers simply do not exist and they cannot be forced to wear masks anywhere as citizens of the United States. If we want to wear a mask, that's fine. We can take care of ourselves. Some rally attendees say they shouldn't ever wear masks if they have any medical issues or mental health concerns or if they feel they simply oh, they can't have mental breathe. health concerns. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then no. he died. And now we're wearing a mask, and we say, uh. I can't breathe, but we're being forced to wear it anyway. But many stated that they believe in all cases, masks jeopardize kids' health. Parents are demanding they have the right to decide what to do with their children. I'll tell you another reason I'd hate masks. Most child molesters love them. School there. administrators responding that they don't understand why crowds are protesting them based on a mandate given by the governor. They blocked off the front entrance to the school building, and we went out to ask them to move, and they uh, attempted to storm the school building. The school board is implementing the governor's recent order that face shields alone are not enough. And if a parent is adamant that their child cannot wear a mask or a shield, they must fill out a form including a doctor's note so the district can review it. In St. George, Katie Kralis, ABC4 News. All right, so as soon as I I know you were laughing because of the the out-of-touch nature of, of what they said regarding the mask in George Floyd. Um, to, to, for them to try and usurp the memory of and, and equate a mild inconvenience to, uh, you know, the, the wholesale murder of African-American people in this country is, is, I mean, it, 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 it it's You're shocking. Some of the facts wrong there. It's You're yeah. It's so it's so shocking. I, I can say yeah. It's it's so shocking. It it is laughable that somebody would think that way. But it it's also just deeply hurtful uh, that somebody would would take that. But you heard what the older woman said towards the end too. Medical. I, I hate. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have I have an actual medical condition that causes me to not have full lung capacity. There's no way I'm not wearing a mask. I mean, it it protects other people from me, but it's my way of saying you should be wearing a mask. But I mean, that that's ridiculous. It's absolutely, but so ironically wrong. It's funny. I'm but, sorry if I laughed. You guys, no, I'm no, sorry. it's it's okay. No, don't be sorry. I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it's it's shocking the the level of stupidity and arrogance for them to try and usurp usurp that. People are going to react differently. I get it. Um, but when the older woman towards the end, Joe, the reason I hate masks is because child molesters love them. That's so stupid. I'm mm. sorry. 
I know. I, I you know, it, it's serious though. I mean, it's it's this is deadly serious. There, this is also again, this is the QAnon shit that is leaking in to everywhere. The guy on Facebook today, this woman in Utah. Wow. wow. And in in Joe, when when I see something like this and this pattern is developing, um. It, it starts to scare the shit out of me. And it should, <laughs> because this is how this, this QAnon thing is spreading into the mainstream because it's being perpetuated by people in public office. And we have a president of the United States who all he'll say about it is, I, I hear they like me. Yeah. <laughs> and, Which and then- further perpetuates the mm-hmm. lie. And, and then you yeah. have people like Michael Caputo in very prominent uh, positions to influence policy who embrace these things. Mm-hmm. And Absolute, it should upset yeah. everybody. Yeah. So, so Zelda, um, my third instance of running into something like this. So, so one was very personal. One was in a completely different state that starts with a vowel and has four letters. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? No. <laughs> um, sorry, got conspiratorial there. Um, and today, I don't know if you heard about it. Trump made a tweet accusing oh, did he? Joe Biden of being a pedophile. He retweeted somebody. Oh wow! And fortunately, at the very least, of the endless ass-kissing of Wolf Blitzer to Jared Kushner for the quote-unquote historic peace deal in the Middle East, where Joe, who wasn't present at the White House today? Uh, not a single Palestinian representative. Yeah. So, that's great. We know we're just looking at, you know, he's just scoping out, you know, new Trump casino locations. That's all he's doing. Um, but yeah, so Wolf Blitzer at the end actually confronted Kushner about the tweet today. Very quick question, because I was very disturbed earlier today when I saw the president retweet to his 80 million plus followers. A very, very disturbing, ugly message uh, accusing the, the Democratic presidential nominee, Joe Biden, of actually being a pedophile. Is that appropriate to give publicity to a really disgusting accusation like that, especially at a time when there are all those QAnon conspiracy theories about pedophiles running the Democratic Party, uh, all those anti-Semitic conspiracy theories they're spreading as well? Uh, It's so disturbing to see that, Jared. Uh, look, Wolf, I haven't seen the tweet. I've been focused today on this oh, historic piece deal. I got here early in the morning. I've been helping liar. get this thing ready. Uh, again, Bullshit. we accomplished a lot today. Bullshit. I'm happy to come on Bullshit. another time and talk about that. But uh, today, let's focus on the fact that President no. Trump was nominated no. this month no. uh, two times no. for the Nobel Peace Prize. He achieved a historic news. peace Shut deal up. that nobody mm-hmm. thought was possible. Back and again, to the took tweet. took a different approach, Shut but up. he achieved a result. And that's what we're here today to celebrate. I congratulate you, and I congratulate the President. congratulate the administration on this historic deal. It is very important. Tell it's her. Not. Tell your father-in-law uh, that it's really bad. It's really disgusting to retweet those kinds of ugly, disgusting tweets uh, about his Democratic rival. Uh, it, it, uh, I was very, as, as you could tell, Jared. I was pretty upset when I saw that. Uh, I, I will relay to him your concern. And again, I think uh, one thing about this president—he's a very transparent president. He, uh, you know, he, he lets <laughs> people know what he's thinking. Bullshit. He tweets. He, he says what you know he feels is out there. And uh, and again, he, he he always is expressing himself in uh, in in the way that he sees fit. 
it. Honey, if I may, I would like to take this moment to thank Jared Kushner for being like so open and transparent. But mostly, I'd like to thank Wolf hmm. Blitzer for bringing this to light as like such a serious issue that he was personally upset for once and is making such an effort to not constantly prop up the Trump organization with his bullshit nonsense crappy news program. Yeah. You know, I don't hate Wolf, but I don't love Wolf. Don't get me wrong. Um, You do? Mm -hmm. No, that's fine. There are all anchors out there and news hosts that, you know, know, that we dislike. So, um, but that was the only story I saw about somebody bringing that up. Um, and that was the first news I heard of Trump making the tweet. So to me, again, this is the new form and, and Theo mentioned it in the in the chat room earlier, the this whole QAnon thing basically falls what, what is it, the the protocols of the elders of Zion, some of the 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 most disgusting evil Nazi propaganda about Jewish people there is. Um, the stuff that influenced Mein Kampf. You know, um, but this is this is the new blood libel, and and to me, what has what is is striking fear into my heart is that every single one of us now the 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 it's out there. Trump, you know, pedos wear masks. Pedos support this movie. Pedos support Biden. So basically. They're trying to make us all walking fucking targets. And people are going to try and justify the killing of, oh, well, they were a pedophile. They, I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. And to let, you know, I mean, that that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. You know, I guarantee you that there is going to be a situation like Mr. Pizzagate, that asshole... Um, there's going to be a situation like that where somebody is not going to survive because they are going to be smeared and then murdered. It is, it's, it's the next logical step for them. It's so distressing and so upsetting to me that they they have successfully, you know, I, I mean, you know, there you go. There you go. Trump just called Biden a pedophile. Wow. And... And guess what? How many pictures are there of Biden with Jeffrey Epstein? Because I haven't seen one fucking picture. Where were the well wishes coming from for Maxwell, who procured all the young girls and molested the young girls alongside Jeffrey Epstein? You know, where are all the lewd, lascivious things about the Clintons in the in Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, there's pictures with them. But, you know, I, I mean, the, there's much more lewd and lascivious uh, information about Trump and his relationship with Epstein than there is with the, either of the Clintons. I mean, they, they had that bombshell. Oh, look at this. A 22-year-old is giving Bill Clinton a shoulder massage while he's fully clothed in an upright position. Oh, you got him. You got him. Lock him up. You know, it, it, this is in this is, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm ranting so much about this, but it's the same thing that Alex Jones was doing, wearing, you know, selling the Bill Clinton rape shirts, and people calling Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, a, a, a rape enabler, and they have yet to no. prove that Bill Clinton raped anyone. 
And again, how many cases of sexual misconduct have been filed against Trump? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it's such unbelievable projection. And, and, and again, an alternate universe that these people are operating in. And they're just going to do everything to try and, and make us all targets. That's that's really upsetting. So I don't want to I don't want to keep yammering. I want to give everybody a chance to talk. But uh, uh, Joe, why don't you give your two bits on this? Well, again, um, you know, I, like I said, it, it's always dangerous when you have radical elements that used to be fringe in this country now becoming mainstream and being supported by people who are elected office. We even have a, a, a candidate for Congress who is going to be. Uh, probably elected in a very red district, who is a QAnon supporter, mm -hmm. that will now have a voice in our legislature. Uh, it's scary, and uh, everybody should be uh, should be uh, aware of what's going on and and where this is coming from. Uh, Zelda, do you disagree that this is like the precursor to hunting humans? No, I would argue that. Perhaps it's the precursor to hunting white humans. Uh, well, we're already full in force hunting. I, I should say, government, hunting the government, hunting, color, hun human. hunting humans of a pol certain political persuasion. Again, I'm not, I'm not scared for myself. I'm not scared for Susan. I'm not because we live in a pretty liberal area, but. There will be cases where there are people, you know, I mean, what if there's, um, you know, a black father with their child and, you know, the child, you know, maybe the, the mother's a different ethnicity or whatever. And mm -hmm. then there he's wearing a mask and the kid's wearing a mask. Oh, my God, that doesn't look like his kid. You know, I mean, those kinds of things. It, it's well, it's again, like giving that, an additional kind of reason already happening a lot. <laughs> but I, I don't disagree with you. I just I would say that the there's an added element of that now but it's already a pretty serious problem and i think as for the the adding a mask and like suggesting that those people are more likely to be pedophiles and that pedophiles love masks first of all if we're gonna do dark humor about pedophilia we all know that they like clown makeup not masks <laughs> and second um it, it's it's just absurd to suggest that People wearing masks are out to get you, and it's so demonstrably the case that they're out to try to protect you from themselves. But I don't think we should be going to these people with any kind of expectation of accepting reason. So yeah. my answer, <clears throat> Kenny, is it's all pretty much bullshit nonsense, and I don't know. Like, I don't have a, a great wisdom point here. No, that's fine. Suze, uh, any thoughts? I, I'm just... I can't, I'm not really familiar with these sound clips until you had them, and, and I have to say I'm I'm floored at people being so angry about having to wear masks and and I just I think about, you know, all the all the different H1N1 and all the pandemics I've seen that have <clears throat> happened more violently in other countries and how the citizens just kind of wore the masks and did what they were supposed to and had respect for their other people in their community and and I just respect them all the more <laughs> and i wish that we as americans didn't yeah. have to guard our rights we think we have you know it is, 
It's yeah. a pandemic, people. For God's sake. Yeah. And, and again, it's you happening know, all over the world. Come on. But it's defending rights you don't have, which is killing other people because yeah. you're lazy. For yeah. rights you like it's just absurd. Like it is absurd. Or killing other but. people because you need to have an emotional support rally. <laughs> well, yeah, one of my favorite memes that goes around is the person who pointed out on Twitter, I think, that was like you guys say that wearing a mask is blasphemy because God protects you, but you also need a, a rifle to go pick up fucking groceries. Like, okay. yeah, 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 okay, and, and, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, the, uh, another one was like, there they was somebody uh, I saw a meme going around, or you know, a screenshot of somebody's Facebook status, Joe, that said, "I don't wear a mask because God won't be able to hear me pray." What? <laughs> First of all, God's a mind reader, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna be like that, be like that. Yeah, like you I can't mean, it says that kind of bullshit. It says all <laughs> all throughout the Bible, God knows your heart and what you're thinking. You know. Yeah, you, he knows all your pervy thoughts too. Yeah. So, <laughs> and and, and <laughs> plus, not me. Yeah, and and, and plus, I, I just want to you know I want to emphasize the only people out there that are spinning like I mean they're spinning like kitty porn fanfic with the PizzaGate stuff and the QAnon mm-hmm. stuff. They are writing fanfic for something they are fascinated with. And they're mm. trying to make boogeymen and say, that person does what I like to think about them doing, but I might want to do that myself. That's what I get the vibe of. Because every time these freaks go out there, like the one guy, that that guy said, oh, you're probably jerking off to cuties. And I don't know what the hell yeah. he's talking about. I was thinking, what, tofuti cuties? What? You know, uh, as one does, yeah, and as one does, I thought of Clementines, and, and so I, am I a said, big fan of those Clementines. So I They're said, Hey, I said, Hey, man, uh, you know, it's so nice you like to think of other men masturbating, um, mm-hmm. but you might want to go on Grinder if you're looking for better results because I'm taking Sally. Um, so, uh, and I, and I shouldn't have called him Sally, but it, it was I, just, a, it yeah. was just to get under his skin, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, he he's like, you're probably jerking. Oh, really? Because I don't want to fucking think about you jerking off. Oh, you're probably w- watching Not my that. go-to. You're like probably you're jerking off about this. You're probably watching that pedo movie. Oh, my God. Why are you thinking about pedo movies? I mean, well, it's, it, you mentioned it, it. I never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. And one, one of those things, one of those things is you, you think it's. To me, it's really simple. It's fighting with it. a child. When I was a child, I, I fought with my siblings like this. No, not me. You. You did it. Projecting. You did it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, it's no. that's, that's all it always is, Joe. It, you know, it goes back to, oh, they want to jam it down our throats. Oh, the gays want to jam it down our throats. Down our throats. <laughs> I mean, yeah, always. Always. They do seem to have a fascination with pedophilia and uh, anal sex. Oh, bestiality too. I've I've I heard bestiality. Yeah. Oh my god, we talked about that years ago on the show. But there were so many instances of them talking about, you know, doing things to animals. It's like, God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I mean, the worst yeah. thing the the worst thing that I've ever you know thought I, I said. Well, fuck a duck. You know, I mean, because it's a it's a phrase. But I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, I the first I heard of this movie it was a cuties. Yeah. Like um, the Clementine. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> is is when um, Ted Cruz brought it up couple days ago no we know what kind of porn he likes too he likes yeah well he was all in a tither about it and uh i guess there's some link he finds some link back to uh barack obama of course and netflix is there an association there or something uh obama had a go ahead yeah yeah, Obama yeah. We had a production deal with Netflix for a while. They were both him and yeah. Michelle. So Ted Cruz is in a tither because I guess he wants Barack Obama arrested for having a deal with Netflix, who uh, is airing Cuties or something. Sure, sure. It was some disassociated thing that had to do with uh, green eggs and ham, and <laughs> I, I don't know. Not understanding the, the not understanding the villainy of the Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah, he's you know, and and the fact that they're turning on him, the cast that is. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, I I, I looked at, when I looked it up, you know, what the controversy was. I went to Wikipedia and then I saw, oh yeah, Ted Cruz, and you know, oh wow, well, all right, cool story. I'm not gonna watch the movie, and I'm not gonna give them any fucking credence. Um, you know, I mean, we've seen who the the creeps are. We know what kind of porn uh, Ted Cruz likes, that fine Christian. You know, he likes mommy porn. Um, oh, well, uh, don't forget that he said he wanted to be in a teen tit film. That was one of his um, oh, yeah. guiding like, Way quotes back. when he was a teenager. Yeah. So, yeah. A- and, uh, if only he had, maybe his political career would have been ruined. Yeah, uh, one would hope. But yeah, and, and and you know, and then we have the Roger Stones of the world. We have the Donald Trumps of the world. We, I mean, we know. I mean, we know way too much about these guys' sex lives and the way they they treat their daughters. And you talk about young women walk down, walk back, you know, walk backstage while young women are changing at a Miss Teen pageant and shit. Jesus Christ. You know, you're not going to find anything like that about Biden. Oh, they were upset about the leg hair thing. Oh, they're upset that he leaned down and whispered in a child's grieving child's ear. Oh, my God. You know, he's too close of a toucher. Well, he isn't now. You know, but I mean, I've never seen Biden touch one of his children the way uh, Trump touched uh, Ivanka on a stage in front of thousands of people. And then all those pictures from when she was a child, Uh, you know. Her number was in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. What did you do? That's the shit that needs to be exposed. Uh, not these these uh, stupid projection fun and games from the QAnon idiots. So, <clears throat> anyway, I'm sorry. We've run a little bit long here. Thank you for letting me rant. But, it, you know, and again, I don't mean to belittle the, you know, people who are, are actual real targets, police violence police brutality, all of that, the African-American community. Yes, I I appreciate you pointing that out, Zelda, but no, it's just like another reason to kill people just because of mm-hmm. their political affiliation. And, you know, and hey, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they went after people because, you know, again, they're using the blood libel thing. Go after people whose last names sound Jewish, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, because ugh, it's so disgusting. So anyway, uh, we got to run to the break. When we come back, we got lots more to talk about. But hang tight. Uh, more Turn Up the Night coming your way. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com.
say when you living with stress This is what you pray to get shit off your chest This is what you pray when people got you fed up This is what you pray when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you pray when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed this is what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you That's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B. And I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes... 
Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. And every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, everybody. This is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. All the humanity. Radioforhumans.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Scranton is here. All right. And Dr. Z, Zelda McGregor, uh, coming to us from Cape Cod. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. And a special hello to Ian and Jordan, who are Massachusetts people. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us. And last but not least, the Suze, uh, joining me from the adjacent studio, Studio LR, here at Casa del Pic. Hi, Suze. Judy. Hello, studio, spare bedroom, and yeah. studio, living room. Yes. So, aren't all rooms living rooms unless you're dead? Oh. Um, so, anyway. Uh, yeah, so welcome uh, welcome back to the show. And um, I, I want to say uh, good for Brianna Taylor's family that they got the settlement uh, in, in, in from her death. But let's bring our killers to justice. Yes. Right? Um, you know, uh, I hope they, they're, you know, I, I mean, it, nothing, nothing obviously will bring their, you know, bring Brianna Taylor back, but, um, you know, it's just, it's just so despicable that, that, you know, these guys haven't been hauled in yet. Um, yeah. but, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. Uh, of course, Trisec will be joining us uh, at the top of next hour. Um, uh, let's uh, let's get back to um, uh, Trump, okay? Well, uh, you know, and and this, um, you know, his disinformation, uh, demonization of masks. He had his little jerk, you know, uh, jerk rally. The um, the the oh, what do what do I call it? The the emotional support rallies. He he had didn't he have two back to back in Nevada. Yes. Yesterday, and mm-hmm. then he and where did he have the one in Saturday in North Carolina? I'm not sure. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They're they're all super spreader events. I think it was um, in Arizona. They are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Arizona, not Nevada. You're correct. Uh, Arizona was was yesterday, and I think North Carolina was Saturday. Um, but uh, again, super spreader events. 
And um, this is, uh, again, the, the only people that we were seeing at these events are uh, that are wearing masks are the people who are seated directly behind them. And then, of course, you see all the dick noses poking out, too. Uh, nobody knows how to wear, wear them right. They're packed in like sardines. They're taking selfies. They're, they're four more years, four more years. I mean, you know, again, aerosol everywhere inside you know par- partially inside it's absolutely disgusting what he's doing mm. and the the what's going on here is uh there's um uh this is this is what trump said uh bob woodward just keeps dropping tape i know a lot of people are going after woodward about the timing of him dropping everything he's just trying to sell books whatever but um don't shoot the messenger on this one. You know, I, I, I honestly think maybe he didn't realize what he was sitting on at this point. I don't know if, if it, hi neighbor. Um, but yeah, listen, listen to this, listen to this, uh, 12, uh, 12 seconds of Trump talking to Woodward. This thing is a killer. If it gets you, if you're the wrong person, you don't have a chance. Yes. Yes, exactly. This is a monster. This is a scourge. And it's the plague. It's the plague. If you're the wrong person and it gets you, you're dead. And he was out there at the same time. Uh, I think what, what, he had a tweet around that same time. The invincible, invisible enemy will soon be vanquished. <laughs> um, and um, mind you, my uncle was still alive at that point. Uh, who was a Trump supporter. So were a lot of other Trump supporters who have died. I have a feeling that more Trump supporters have died than Biden supporters because of, you know, the how willy-nilly they are about wearing masks and taking care of one another. Um, I don't know. You know, I'll pull a, a, a late Herb Cain on that one. I don't have facts to back this up. But Herb Cain died from it, too. And he was at one of Trump's super spreader events. And it's been admitted that, yeah, that's probably where he got it. We're not sure, but that's probably where. And uh, so now we have all of his dis- disinformation, what he was saying at the time, what he was doing at the time. And Anderson Cooper laid it out pretty well. Um, but it, before I get to that, because it's kind of a long clip, anybody want to chime in on what he, what he said there? If you're the wrong person and you get this, you're dead. It's the plague. Suze? That's me. Um, I mean, that's anybody with health conditions, anybody with heart problems, anybody with lung problems. And and if he'd said that from the beginning, I, I don't know why he wouldn't have said that from the beginning. You know, a lot. I, I'm just, I'm floored, you know. But it, the question is not whether he knew or he took seriously or he said this or he said that. He knew. He was told, I knew it was serious in February when I saw it on the news. It, it's ridiculous. Why well, are we giving him credit? He knew. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, we all we all knew, and we all have been taking precautions. We've all been wearing masks, and we've not been yeah. moaning and whining about it. And I've seen more people wearing masks um, yeah. in the last month in my area. And so I'm... I'm I know that the reality is I I feel that more people are wearing masks. 
masks yeah. in my area. Yeah. So that's good. And Zelda, I don't know if you you heard there was a I, I wouldn't even get it because he was on Fox and Friends and I you know fuck that propaganda bullshit. Right. <laughs> but he was on there saying, oh, they wanted me to come out and say death, 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 and scream and yell. Yeah, because that's the only thing you could possibly do other than downplay it. You can only tell people, no big deal, that's it. And then the only other thing with nothing in between would be go out there and go, death, 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 death. I mean, that's the only two options there are. Two Kenny. Options. I don't know why you're being such an ass about it. Like, <laughs> I know. Honestly, what did you expect? There are options hot and cold. And that's it. It's objectivism on bath salts. This poor man, he's very busy. Oh, yeah. He can only spend like 19 hours interviewing, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, talking to Bob Woodward. I, Lot, so much golf. So much Fox <laughs> News to watch. Tuck those polo shirts into his mom golf pants. Okay, oh my God. that takes time and effort. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure that you you know you 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 get the silent adult diapers that don't crinkle when you're putting. Um, <laughs> oh no! But uh, but Joe, I mean, <laughs> you know this this is again this we knew the danger. We we. Having him confirm this on tape, I, I don't think it's going to change that many minds. But no, I mean this is this is just blatant. You know, people have called it out as negligent homicide. I believe that's what it is. Hmm. Well, I, I think uh, I think it's intentional Kristen, homicide. Really, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Kristen Arkiza at the DNC said it best. Yeah, when she said. My father is dead. His only, because of COVID, his only pre-existing condition was he mm -hmm. trusted Donald Trump. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So uh, with that audio coming out, I want to get to the, the Anderson Cooper clip because he had a brilliant breakdown of, uh, uh, you know, Trump's lies, knowing what he knew. And then the things he was out talking about around you know, when he was saying that this uh, to uh, uh, hang on, let me find it one more time. When he was playing, uh, uh, saying this to Bob Woodward, this thing is a killer. If it gets you, if you're the wrong person, you don't have a chance. Yes, yes, exactly. This, this is a monster. This is a scourge. And it's the plague. All right. When he was saying that to Bob Woodward. He, uh, well, Anderson Cooper breaks down what uh, he was telling uh, the general public. Good evening. Our top stories tonight are all about what happens when facts and science are shoved aside in the name of power and politics. We begin with pictures of the president tonight speaking at his second straight indoor campaign event in the last 24 hours or so. And as you look at that, understand just how dangerous it is. Not because I'm saying it or the experts are, even the president's own experts are saying it. It's what the president himself has said repeatedly, but privately and in no uncertain terms. The president himself, as you'll hear in a moment from a part of his interview with Bob Woodward that you haven't heard before, is saying coronavirus is, quote, a killer. So the president knows that. He knows it's a killer. It's airborne in his words. And still, he's holding events like these tonight in Phoenix. And last night at a mass rally in Henderson, Nevada, virtually the only masks were on the people on camera behind him. The rest went without, jammed together for hours, shouting and screaming. Now, perhaps the president's supporters who are there feel like they're just doing what the man they came to see is doing, thumbing their unmasked noses at political correctness and people worry about a virus. 
they might think they're all in this together with the president. But let's be clear. The president isn't taking any great risk in that room. Those who actually come in contact with him are tested. He lives in a biological bunker. His security wears masks. Everyone's tested around him. And last night at his rally in Las Vegas, the president was asked by a local reporter about what you've been seeing. Aren't you concerned about getting COVID, though, in an enclosed room? No, I'm not concerned. I'm, I'm more here? concerned about how close you are. <laughs> Sorry about that. Because you know why? I'm, uh-huh. I'm on a stage that's very far away, uh-huh. and so I'm not at all concerned. He's not concerned because he's on a stage far away from those huddled masses yearning to breathe free. I want to pause it. Yeah, yeah. I want to I pause it right there um, because... No, I'm not worried about me. I'm so far away. They're all going to get it, but not me. He just told his supporters they don't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. He told every last MAGA hat wearing dumb sucker out there. Fuck you. I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. You guys are the ones sucking it in, not me. I'm far away. I got fans blowing around me. Whatever. So anyway, continuing. That's just the latest example of his apparent lack of concern for the public. As you'll hear on this latest recording, he told Bob Woodward what he wouldn't tell the public. The conversation took place on the 13th of April. By then, 29,240 people had already died in this country. This recording Mm -hmm. follows the one we heard on Friday from the 7th of February, when only 11 were dead, in which the president also told Woodward how deadly and contagious COVID was. Which means on two separate occasions, more than two months apart, in language that only grew more explicit over time, President Trump made it plain. The country was facing almost unprecedented, but also entirely preventable loss of life. What he did not do is tell the country that, or signal Americans, with the exception of the biographer he was sucking up to, just how serious this was. And nearly 30,000 Americans died between those two conversations. As he was privately calling the virus a killer, here's what he was saying that very same week. We're very close to completing a plan to open our country, hopefully even ahead of schedule. Had the WHO done its job, to get medical experts into China to objectively assess the situation on the ground and to call out China's lack of transparency. The outbreak could have been contained at its source with very little death. We have beautiful pieces, beautiful states with capable governors. They know when it's time to open. We have to get our sports back. I'm tired of watching baseball games that are 14 years old. Many of them are going to be starting without the fans. Sorry, I'm So it'll be made for television. The good old days, made for television. I think you're going to see quite a few states starting to open. They've got cabin fever. They want to get back. They want their life back. Their life was taken away from them. Does it remind you of something? Reminds you of this, right? One's a swab, one's a Q-tip. It's actually different. It's very sophisticated, actually. Oh, that's what he was saying. Instead of telling Americans the plain truth, which he knew, but those who listened to to those who listened to him and believed him did not know. Think about that when we play the new recording and think about this and think about all those people you see there in that room tonight who put their faith in the president. They trust what he says, and there's nothing unusual or wrong about that. What is unusual, what is wrong is when a leader knowingly and flagrantly violates that trust. And the bill comes due in human lives. Nearly 200,000 Americans now, many of whom supported him, are now dead. And the president continues to act as though what he told Bob Woodward about the virus, first in February, the month that many refer to as the lost month because 
the he president did nothing. wasn't uh, in the forefront of doing anything about the virus mm-hmm, at that point. Mm-hmm. And then, as you'll hear in mid-April, somehow no longer applies, as if facts and science and objective reality no longer apply, except as the administration defines it. It's exactly the kind of Orwellian future that Secretary of State Mike Pompeo actually warned about just today in a kind of ironic statement honoring tomorrow's International Day of Democracy. Quoting now from the statement, authoritarians of every stripe, meanwhile, remain true to form. Their first priority is not public health, but the protection of their own power. They refuse to answer hard questions. Their proclamation continues, people suffer when their leaders are accountable only to themselves or to the parties they control. Yeah, Mike Pompeo wrote that yesterday. <laughs> no sense of irony. Mm. No, it's dead. Irony is dead. Oh, the clown car ran it over, over and oh. over and over again. Oh, the <sighs> it's caught on the grill of the clown car. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> wow. But, I, I mean, this is. So infuriating. All of this is so infuriating that, you know, he knew, he knew what we all knew. And, and again, selfishly, still is playing, you know, I, 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 I just, you know what? I'm going to quote Joe Biden. I just don't get it. I don't get it. This is really thought you were going to say Jesus God. Uh, well, no, that too. But I mean, mm-hmm. I- I'm trying to fucking wrap my brain around why he would let so many people die. And again, you know, we didn't need him to go out on his tippy toes and screech, you know, everybody's going to die. We just needed him to stand up like a big boy and say, you need to wear masks. This is airborne. It's contagious. The mask will save your life. But even mm-hmm. to this day, he's still fucking ridiculing people wearing masks. I mean, and he's packing all his people into his rallies. He wants every last single vote he can squeak out. Well, let's see what happens in two weeks. I'm still waiting to hear what happens. You know, I haven't heard shit. I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if uh, it's, you know, somehow being suppressed that, you know, people who are at, uh, you know, Disease Palooza there... Uh, on the South Lawn during his uh, little uh, Mussolini speech uh, a couple weeks ago. I haven't heard about any of them getting sick, but, I mean, maybe they all dodged a bullet. Um, I, I don't know. But you, you sh- when, you're, when you're using a Tommy gun, uh, it's going to get real hard to dodge those bullets. Um, or running from a Tommy gun, I should say. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Again, I'm just so angry about this. <laughs> I'm so uh, b- unbelievably angry that it, that anybody could still have an iota of respect for this hunk of shit. You know, it's just like, well, you know, you know what? He, it's it's my team. I can't give him up. Gotta gotta give respect to the the team. That's you such know. bullshit. I used to be an enormous <laughs> tribe fan and I had to get over that and be like, look, it's not acceptable that they're still going by the Cleveland Indians and that they're still using that racist fucking hot mess of a logo, Chief Wahoo. Like, and it wasn't enough to protest with, you know, the indigenous people every opening day and then still buy tickets. I had to finally be like, okay, stop being a white piece of shit, Zelda, and not <laughs> up about it and not be a fan. And it's 
an identity part of you that you lose if you're a sports yeah. fan. And I know this is not exactly my audience, but like you have to just drop that shit at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Sorry, yeah, I don't know where that came. No, from. that's Sorry. good. That's good. That's good. Um, but Joe, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's like you know, okay, oh, I'm gonna die to own the libs. Well, what a statement. <laughs> oh, that's quite a way to quite a hill to die on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it goes back to uh, you know, Donald Trump isn't what scares me because there's tons of, tons of him around. Uh, unfortunately, he's the president. What scares me is the people that are willing to listen to anything he says and do anything he says. Yeah. W- without thinking. Agreed. Just because he says it. And I know why they do it. And you've heard my rant about white grievance. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is about. He verbalizes what they've been thinking. He's the guy at the end of the bar that 10 years ago was drunk and would be ranting about these things. Now we made that guy president. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That's yeah. yeah. First of all, please don't at me like that in public, Joe. Yes, I'm the person at the bar <laughs> screaming about that. <laughs> and I am not president. Yeah, but uh, I know that if you were at a bar, Zelda, and you were drunk, you would be saying the right things. <laughs> I have made like, a lot of friends that way. You make do, sense. Do you, do you think? <laughs> makes sense. Or, well, well, she wouldn't be talking about Michigan gave us Motang. Or Yosemites, Yosemites, or, or no. in Florida, I mean in uh, Scotland, or you can't throw a brick; it's too heavy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, yeah. Well, you, you uh, know, you know the guy I'm talking about. The guy I'm talking about is that yeah, wants yeah. to make the sand glow. Sure. You know, and and yeah, you know, the, well, we we elected him. You know? Yeah, there you go, Suze. Uh, what do you have before we go to the break? I just um wanted to say that there's it just reminds me of another thing about when you're a child fighting with other children the first person to accuse wins and i don't know if you guys have sibling well yeah i don't know no yeah well the the first one to accuse and the one that accuses the loudest wins because the parents aka the voters they really don't care who's right and who's wrong they just want you to shut up, and um, they'll judge you on that. There so. are a lot of people out there who vote that simplistically. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. And and uh, but yeah. But not anyone know. in our chat room, of course. But yeah. you know, you oh, know. No, I used to when I was a kid. My old, like my brother was five years older than me, and I figured out very early one that I was smarter than him, and two that if I made a clapping sound really loud with my hands and then screamed from another room my parents would just automatically believe that my brother hit me and yeah. i would go with it yeah. the problem with yeah. that is eventually jeremy learned that that was going to happen and he just yeah. started actually slapping me and so yeah. it doesn't work out in the end you do end up getting slapped in the what what my what happened with my sister is she went to my mom crying and screaming and and saying i hit her when i was across town and so oh. i literally was not in the house i was somewhere else and she was like oh yep. and i said i well, told you, you she's been lying to you for years see <laughs> so. there it is all right we gotta we gotta go to the break it's eight o'clock so uh trisex uh, waiting in the wings we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick smooth talking jive talking street thug kennypick.com and now on with the show i mean jesus god welcome 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. All right. I'm better. All right, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition for 9-15-2020, broadcasting live on radio for humans worldwide. And, of course, welcome back uh, to Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi, hi, how you doing? Well, not too terrible. And, of course, uh, welcome back to... Uh, the prettiest girl in Cleveland. Uh, this is uh, Cleveland's very own. Uh, welcome back. Hello, I'm back. <clears throat> All right. Back in business. Excellent. And combined, uh, the, the combined powers of... Uh, Zelda McGregor. And Trisec are back. Uh, our mass holes are here. Uh, Cape Cod. <laughs> welcome back, Zelda. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, you seriously, seriously, if you don't want me to say mass holes, I won't. I just think it sounds funny. No, we're fine. Um, so, I mean, I'm fine right. with it. And, of Try, course, uh, Trisec, uh, Boston, welcome to the program. Mass hole nothing. Greetings from the hub of the universe. That's right. All right. So, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it, I, I got a lot of audio because, it, seriously, this is one of when it rains, it pours days. <laughs> Um, this one, uh, okay, I'm gonna get mad all over again, son of a sailor man. Um, Don't okay, has anybody heard of this? This, okay, first of all, let me qualify this is Joe Rogan is a giant hunk of shit, okay, and um, I cannot stand to see him. He is a misogynist, he is a homophobe, he is a racist, he hosted a Can't show. Stop. You transphobe too, exactly. Um, he uh, he hosted a show where he made people gobble up like animal sperm and stuff like that. Um, and he's a big fan of MMA, or is an announcer for MMA. I'm sorry, I, I don't know if any of our listeners like MMA, but the mo for the most part, when I see people that are really into MMA, there's generally something real wrong with them. Because I, I I can't handle I don't like boxing. Um, wrestling is a whole different story. I don't mind wrestling. Uh, you know I like the showy stuff of it. But people get hurt and people die. You know in wrestling. But boxing is upsetting to me, and so is MMA. If I can't support dog fighting or cock fighting and stuff like stuff like that, I don't support human fighting. You know that could result in in death or well, severe injury. Consider that the object of both of those sports is to render your opponent unconscious. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's it's just glorifying brutality, in my opinion, which yeah. I think we need less of in, in this country and around the world. Um, and, yeah, I know they're willing participants and everything, but seriously, why are we enabling this kind of thing? But Joe People Rogan... stop hurting each other. Why? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I like Kat says, MMA is what I call mostly male ass-grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. Um, and 
it, but it, you know, and Joe, I don't know, I don't know how you feel on on that subject. I think we've we've kind of touched on that before, you know. Um, yeah, I don't even know what MMA is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 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 anyway, Joe Rogan is just kind of a big dumb libertarian hunk of shit. Where he's like, yeah, I'll smoke pot, but I want to say the n word all the time. And oh yeah, I really like Bernie Sanders because he's been saying the same thing for years, and that's a really powerful thing. And it's like, why on earth would you like Bernie Sanders if you're a libertarian? You know, I, I, I mean, that that makes literally no sense uh, whatsoever. Saying that someone's been saying the same thing for years is such a bad idea. Like, lots of people yeah, have the same sure. bad ideas, harmful ideas for years. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't, like, it's not a great metric. Well, he, he <laughs> recently has said about... Um, he said about uh, Joe Biden, it was, it was like, uh, you know, taking a flashlight with a dying battery into the woods... You know that that's how bad Biden was, and he would definitely is going to vote for Trump. So now he wants to moderate a debate, saying he's already in the tank for Trump. This mm-hmm. sexist, racist, transphobic, homophobic, racist. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, he, has he been charged with sexual assault or? He's not. Well, the DOJ is trying to protect him from that. But. Oh, of course. They All right, are. alleged rapist. Well. All right, but so so I, I, I stumbled across this piece because I was like, all right, Sonny Hostin's got something to say. And, of course, it also makes Megan McCain look like an ignorant little asshole, which we already mm. knew. Uh, because, oh, I'm totes a big Joe Rogan fan. He's got like 200 million unique hits every week. This is something that should be done. And it's like, oh, my God, seriously, you need to just go away. Just go away. Uh, after uh, you're, you're going to promote this pro-Trump, crazy, gross asshole that uh, that that you know Trump who denigrated your father even after he was dead to this day he still does, and you're going to say yeah totes give a you know let Joe Rogan you know and so. So Whoopi starts off asking her about it, and then Sonny Hostin uh, has a few things to say that, oh, kind of startled uh, Megan into a little bit of a different tune. You know who just agreed to let a podcaster and UFC commentator Joe Rogan moderate a presidential debate? I mean, is this a good move for anybody? And is this a good move for Biden? What do you think, mate? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Joe Rogan listener and a Joe Rogan fan, even though I'm sure it's uncomfortable because he really is no fan of The View and no fan of ours. But I was listening to his podcast when he suggested um, that he moderate a debate with President Trump and Vice President Biden. And anyone who doesn't follow him, Joe Rogan is a juggernaut. He has 200 million uniques on his podcast a month. He just signed a historic deal with Spotify. He has an absolutely huge audience. He's controversial to some people. To other people, he's basically like the everyman who's speaking truth to power depending on your perspective and I think what this says Mm -hmm. is two things number one I was personally very disappointed with the debate moderator choices and I'm very disappointed in the way uh, our media has been questioning both of these candidates I think we deserve better these are uncomfortable and very dangerous times and I think that we should be asking both of these candidates uncomfortable questions and the idea that we're going to have sort of very old school journalists no disrespect to the people who were chosen who only get one hour and we can't stream um, is, is really 
really is really I think uh, not not going to be sufficient, especially in the era of COVID, <laughs> when we already have had so much of a of a back bump of not being able to get the kind of answers from both of these candidates that that, that we need. So I think that's why this Joe Rogan conversation has gained so much traction and attention online. And I would love to see it happen, but I think I, I think there's probably mm -hmm. no way it's going to ultimately end up happening. But I do think if President Trump ends up doing an interview with Joe Rogan, it could be it could be very fascinating and a game changer. Oh, it could be a total fascinating game changer. Yeah, it could be a game changer. And you know why people are clamoring about it online? Because brain dead Trump cultists love morons like uh, uh, Joe mm. Joe Blow Rogan. Um, you know, or, oh, I'll drink the mule Look, semen. I, Go ahead. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy, and I just very quickly skimmed his Wikipedia page. And on the surface, he might have a handful of redeeming qualities, but he has no professional qualifications to run a debate. No. So the only reason Trump wants him is because he's a Trump supporter, and he's going to serve up a whole bunch of softballs for him. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who's hosted Milo Yiannopoulos, who justified pedophilia. Oh, get out of town. And you have uh, uh, the, 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 that proud boy asshole. Oh, um, the w w Gavin yeah, McInnes. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Gavin McInnes has been on his show. He's a huge Alex Jones fan. Alex Jones has been on his show. Mm. I mean, it is. Uh, there's a reason why he's popular. Because he entertains conspiracy theories. Yeah. That's why he's he's big online. That's why Alex Jones is big online. No. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Susan, this was the guy who hosted Fear Factor and made people drink uh, donkey semen. Mm. Ew, gross. Yeah. His only redeeming quality, and this was just his good luck, is that he was also a character on the show Newsroom. Uh, I don't remember it. You... I think what if you saw it? It had like Phil Hartman. Oh Eddie yeah, yeah. Foley. Yeah. Yeah. Connie Alexander. Remember. Just it was a good show. Mm. I mean, it holds up. But that's literally it, and he was not. He was like the worst part of it. Well, yeah, so. and he hadn't <laughs> done anything uh, up to that point. To, no, he to had be not newsworthy. become a disgusting monster yet. I'm just, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I but, don't let anyone say that we don't show all sides. Yeah. I wanted to present that. So, Sorry. no, no, that's fair. And but Joe, I mean, you know, of course the the Biden campaign's not going to entertain this. This is all just a bunch of screaming jackasses online saying, "Yeah, do that." Yeah, okay. yeah. This is this is in no way directed at my colleague from Cape Cod, but uh -huh. I just said we elected the guy at the end of the bar as president. Now we want to let his drive home, moderate the debate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, but I mean, this is uh, the things Joe Rogan has said on his show. And it's like, oh, it's funny. It, it, he, people have been fired for far less. I mean, that that Nazi PewDiePie, you know, gave up and quit where he, yeah. when he didn't have to. But Joe Rogan, oh, and, and Megan McCain, like that's some kind of qualifying factor. He was just rewarded in, you know, a groundbreaking contract for, you know, mm. whatever. Well, I found out something interesting about with this idea since Trump is on board with it, um, Suze. Uh, the, I looked up an article today, and apparently 
a whole bunch of the real controversial Joe Rogan podcast suddenly went missing from iTunes. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Hmm. As if... Things disappear from the internet. Yeah. Well, other people have saved this stuff, so no biggie. Um... But yeah, you know, I I mean, uh, uh, that, that strikes me as a little odd. But a little odd. uh but Sonny Hostin uh decides to uh again, it doesn't take much to put Megan McCain in her place. Um she's just not any kind of intellectual heavyweight. Uh in <laughs> in Sonny Hostin, uh I love her so much. Um she just laid bare this stupid fucking idea so sonny what's your opinion on this are, are you aware of joe rogan you are you a fan not a fan you think he's the person that should be doing it no i don't um i think it would be inappropriate for joe rogan to host a presidential debate i mean i think given his use of the n-word um i think given mm -hmm. his comparing a black neighborhood to planet of the apes um, given the fact that he has yeah. called a transgender woman a man, um, I think all of that disqualifies him to be the host of uh, a presidential debate. I think um, President Trump has debased the office of the presidency. I think as a country, we have lost uh, a sense of decorum, and so I don't decor. think a host like yeah. that should be um, someone who is given the honor, and I think it is an honor, to host a presidential debate. Um, what, that's what, just my take. Could I, could I ask Sonny right. a question, and though? Sarah, it just came out that Susan Page had hosted an off-the-record dinner for Trump uh, people, people in the Trump White House, and I don't necessarily think, mm -hmm. like, I, I would like, and I think you and I are in agreement on this, I do think there needs nice, to be nice a, a new the watershed there. of people who are allowed to moderate these yeah. debates. I think it feels very dated and very old. Do you disagree? I do. Um, I do disagree. I okay. think that um, I, I, I am a traditionalist, as you know. Um, mm -hmm. I think that journalists should be hosting these debates. I think that we had someone like Lindsey Davis of ABC who did a spectacular job hosting the debates. Um, I saw I Anderson Cooper. I thought he it. did an excellent job. Um, and so, you know, there are journalists that are quite capable. Um, I remember when Eiffel did a wonderful Oh, job. Yes. But when you talk about a Joe Rogan who has notably made misogynistic, racist, homophobic comments, that is someone who I have no interest in I don't being think given to that kind. But Sonny, I'm totes a fan. I'm a stan. Um, oh, no, no. Let, let, let me jump right in after she enumerated all those things Joe Rogan's going to do. I would, I would draw my opposition. I, I think he should. It would be like Joe Goebbels moderating a debate with Hitler. It'd be awesome. Well, um, yeah, I, you know, Joe Biden's smart enough that he's not going to, you know, even offer, entertain the idea. But I just, I yeah. want to go back to her, uh, <laughs> I, I, but Zelda, this one, this one's for you. We're, uh, 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 what's your name? Um, John's daughter. Uh, Heather said, just call her John's daughter. Um, uh, John's daughter said, 
he's an everyman, and he's the voice of uh, the everyman that's worth $100 million. Yeah, I think that's an insult to the people that they mean when they say everyman. Oh, yeah. I mean, not because he has a bajillion dollars, but because that's not what most sort of what they mean is salt of the earth. Every person, you know, at the pub, you know, yeah. kind of person or the coffee shop is it's that's an insult. Most people um, are not loudly and objectionable uh, assholes like that. Most people who are have the decency to know yeah. their audience, you know, so so Sue's, you know, and he uh, knows his, yeah. so. Go ahead. What's that? I was just going to say, and Cho knows his audience, and it shouldn't shock anyone that there's two million of them, but two million is not that big a number. Oh, no. I think it's like 200 million uh, Mm -hmm. unique visitors. It's still not that. No. I mean, because, you know, it's people around the world, and there's Nazis all around the world. But, Suze, you know, this everyman thing, uh, you know, how many everymen do you know that are uh, rich, white, entitled guys who got their starts on, you know, again, the, the, what, news radio? Is that what it was? News radio. And and then... and then you got got a reality TV show and made people eat eyeballs and drink sperm. Um, you know, I mean, that's really, really just you know every uh, salt like like Zelda said, salt hey, the hey, earth. Everybody I know does that. The common clay is making his way up to yeah. Are people that have that have worked when they were teenagers, people that have had jobs in the food service industry that have worked at a call center that have had a boss that have paid a mortgage that understand that they don't have that many liberties and they need to do certain things to be able to pay that mortgage. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not, they're not going to hurt somebody's value by making them eat bugs. I mean, well, here's a thousand dollars. Yeah. Eat this, eat this, you know, gorilla, you know, uh, face or whatever, you know, I mean, whatever, uh, you know, it's eat weird. this bull penis, you know, oh, I said it, sorry. Don't say penis in this house. Oh, but I can't believe that 15th happened. day of so September excited. in the year 2020 of our Lord, it was Kenny who said penis first. And you said <laughs> it second. Don't say penis and, in this but, house. <clears throat> but Joe, I mean, uh, it, it, you know, this is, um, it, Again, Joe Rogan, it's a non-starter. It's never going to happen. But for somebody like Megan McCain to be so gross and irresponsible and not even know who he was in the things he said when she's criticized Trump and other people for, you know, being racist and, and you know, sexist. Oh, oh yeah, she's crying about sexism all the time. Oh, sexism against Republican women. What? Where? What? You it's know, what? There. when it's Trump... Crazy, when, but- yeah, I mean, but when Trump called Carly Fiorina ugly, or he called uh, uh, yep. Cruz's wife ugly, you know, I mean, yeah. it, the, Joe, it seems to me that the market is is almost cornered on that. Uh, I know there there's sexism from the from the left. I understand. I've seen it. I don't like it. I've cleaned up my act. I don't say the b word. I don't say the c word. Everybody's got an asshole, and everybody can be an asshole. Um, unless you were born without an asshole, and I'm I'm sorry for that unfortunate situation. Um, yeah, I just can't but, see that happening to anybody. But, but yeah, so Joe, I mean, your your thoughts on that? Well, uh, I have a little bit different uh, perspective on this. I'm not surprised at Meghan Cain because McCain because her father, her father's campaign mm-hmm. uh, in 2008, um, 
sort of began this whole everyman thing that true with with the pick of Sarah Palin you know this idea that um you know every man is is much more knowledgeable of the world than than these educated elites that actually have you know credentials to run the country yeah and remember mm. he brought us Sarah Palin and <laughs> And and Joe the plumber. Oh, uh, mm. no, Joe. Okay. Oh yeah. So are we surprised that she wants Joe the plumber to moderate a debate? Not. I a mean, stoke. Joe the plumber had the balls to run for Congress for oh, Christ's my. sake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this 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 may be genetic. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, he, he, uh, yeah. Uh, Joe the plumber also worked for PJ Media too. Pajama Media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and they call Maybe us the Jammer Boys. Well, Douchebaggery has no genetic code. Everybody mm. can be a douchebag. True, it's true. true. Uh, we're praying for you, Baron. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> leave the children out of it. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, at least I didn't say the things about they like they said about the Obama kids. Um, How about Hunter Biden? <clears throat> oh yeah, that too. So. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no I, one just mm-hmm. eats bow now too. They're, 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 no one, no one is safe. Every, everybody's fair game until it's you know until they're on the receiving end. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So uh, let me see what else we have here. If I if I got time to squeeze one in, I don't think so. I think we should probably just go to the break <laughs> and I'll save the save the rest squeeze for later. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I got something. I I got something jammed in there real good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, my little friend, you got something jammed in here. Were we on a Star Cruiser, or? Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, um, all right. Let's go. Go ahead and run to the break. Um, and uh, when we come back, uh, I don't know. What are we doing for name calling? Uh, maybe pick horrible moderator ideas for for debates for people. What yes, do you think? Yes. All right, yeah. so there, there, there. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a, it's a hit. <laughs> Zelda decided. <laughs> All right. Well, both the mass holes were stoked. So, uh, so yeah, come up with some bad moderator ideas, and uh, you like that one, Joe? You aboard? I'm in there. I'm in there. All right. Like, All right. Very good. You're in the so, uh, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Honest duck, I don't know how that got up there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll be awarding uh, bad decisions for debate moderators to all of our fine and loyal listeners right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. It's Tuesday, September 15, 2020. Hurricanes often come with more water than wind. This one has both. Hurricane Sally approaches the U.S. Gulf Coast with more hurricanes on the way. This is a climate damn emergency. This is real. Deadly West Coast wildfires break more new records. Plus... If you give a climate arsonist four more years in the White House, why would anyone be surprised if we have more America blaze? Former Vice President Joe Biden blasts climate denier Trump and urges swift action. All of those blasts and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. 
comment. It'll start getting cooler. You just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> hey, well, I don't think science knows, actually. Okay, science doesn't know, but Donald Trump does. Yep, global warming will just go away, just like COVID did. Am I right, 200,000 dead Americans? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, before we get to the absolutely appalling, idiotic, disgusting, latest thing the President of the United States said, we've got uh, another hurricane coming in, don't we? Oh, hell yes, we do. We've got compounding climate disasters, climate change intensified megafires burning out west, a mega drought across the southwest, and Hurricane Sally bringing flooding to the Mississippi Delta, all during a pandemic, straining emergency services everywhere. Other than that, things are going great. Oh, and on Monday, an enormous chunk of Greenland's ice cap broke off in the Arctic, a development that scientists say is evidence of rapid climate change. Things are going very, very well. So first up, the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season is truly historic, fueled by man-made climate change warming the oceans. There are now five storms spinning in the Atlantic, Mm. and that's happened only once before on record since 1850. As we go to air, Hurricane Sally is lumbering toward landfall on the Gulf Coast after rapidly intensifying to a Category 2. The National Hurricane Center warns Sally will bring life-threatening storm surge and flash floods because of its slow forward progress and intense rainfall. I would just like to remind everyone that parts of Louisiana are still suffering from Hurricane Laura. Parts of the state are still without electricity and under boil water orders. Yep. And here we are, another one coming ashore. Sally is the earliest S-named storm ever recorded, and so are tropical storms Teddy and Vicky now brewing in the Atlantic. That puts us three weeks ahead of the previous record hurricane season in 2005. Oh, but you know... Science doesn't know what it's talking about. NOAA on Monday announced that this summer in the Northern Hemisphere was the hottest summer in history since record-keeping began in the 1850s, and that August 2020 was the second hottest August globally. Meanwhile, wildfires continue to engulf parts of the West. In California, Oregon, and Washington, wildfires have now burned more than 5 million acres so far this year, a record. At least 35 people have been killed, tens of thousands evacuated, thousands of homes and even entire communities have been destroyed, and officials warn of long-term contamination of drinking water systems and soil from the fires. The August Complex fire in Northern California is now the largest in state history. It has burned more than a thousand square miles and destroyed half of the Mendocino National Forest. Idaho has now become the latest western state to face evacuations due to wildfire. Climate and forest scientists say man-made global warming is directly responsible for intensifying the fires by dramatically deepening heat waves and drought, plus a century of U.S. Forest Service fire suppression policy. But on a visit to California on Monday to tour the devastation, President Trump blamed the states for the fires, again peddling absurd, repetitive falsehoods that they need to rake their forest floors. When California State Natural Resources Secretary Wade Crowfoot urged Trump to recognize climate science and work with states on solving the crisis, Trump denied it exists. If we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. I <laughs> you, wish, just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I don't think science knows, actually. He is an idiot and a deadly one at that. In stark contrast, Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden rebuked Trump for denying basic science on both the coronavirus and climate change during a speech on Monday in Delaware. Calling Trump a climate arsonist, Biden warned that extreme weather impacts now threaten every state. The costs and the damages will get worse, but it can be solved with urgent action. We can and we will solve the climate crisis. It'll be the greatest spur to job creation and economic competitiveness in the 21st century, not to mention the positive benefits to our health and our environment. Biden has proposed investing $2 trillion in upgrading the nation's infrastructure for climate resilience and to transition the nation to 100 percent clean energy. It can't happen soon enough. Of course, he's got to win first. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. You're wasting your time. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. Radioforhumans.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. This thing is a killer if it gets you. If you're the wrong person, you don't have a chance. Yes, yes, exactly. This, this is a monster. This is a scourge. And there's the plague. I mean, Jesus, God. Seriously. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, this is Studio LR here at Casa del Pick. Welcome back. Hello. Thank Howdy. you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, dear, thank you. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and of course, uh, Zelda McGregor uh, joining us out of Cape Cod, Mass. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. And your neighbor slightly off to that other direction, uh, the one and only Trisec, <laughs> uh, fellow Masshole. And greetings once again from the Athens of America. Oh, <laughs> well, they're not Athens, Ohio. So... Because we got one of those. Uh, or no, Athens. Yeah, we got an Athens, Ohio, and there's an Athens, <laughs> yeah, Georgia, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but not the Athens so. of America. All right. No. I, I, I believe you. And, of course, uh, <laughs> Joe Santoris is Grant, Pennsylvania. Our guy Tuesday. You ready to uh, dole out some inappropriate uh, 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 debate moderators? I am. I am. Right. And um, this is interesting. Uh off the subject, but uh, Lindsey Graham is now all upset because Jamie Harrison won't release his tax returns. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it's poor. He's just gonna go home and bite his pillow. <laughs> oh. He's gonna clutch his pearls. Clutch miss, my pearls, Lindsey. 
Uh, yeah, but you know the danger of clutching one's pearls. <laughs> they they always there's always the danger. The Lindsay, 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 don't clutch them that hard. Uh, there you see, you broke them. Yeah, well. How there you could go. you, Lindsay? Terrible. Going to make a much worse joke. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Something about a pearl necklace? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, Joe. Here's your jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Joe. Go to Scrant with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. to have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Joe. Okay, straight from Scranton, the hub of the Northeast. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Um, I'm not going over to Chantango because all four people that are listening over there are over here. And uh, all right, I'll double ch I'll double check if anybody shows all up right. at the end. For yeah, you. I d yeah, I just did, but go ahead. Okay. No, I I, at anybody... the at the end, I'll double check. Oh, okay. All right. So let's start way at the top here. Uh, in Florida, we have Michelle. All right, uh, Zelda. What do you have for Michelle tonight? For a bad choice for a debate moderator. The debate in which you are participating is being hosted by Brack from Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Ah, Brack. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, Brack's a good one. I should get some Brack drops. So, mm -hmm. but uh, no, that's good. All right, so we'll go uh, reverse alphabetical order then. So, Trisec. Uh, is next. So who do we have, Joe? Okay. Oh, well, I guess we well, have uh, if, Miles. If Miles. My, Miles would be there. Miles. There you go. Try Miles. That's another Floridian, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What am I on? Yeah, yeah. He's good. another Floridian, right? Yes. All right, Florida. Let's go with Raul Castro. Raul Castro. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather have Fidel, but. <laughs> well, we could try see if we could. They think they saved his brain. <laughs> they saved his brain like Hitler's. So I did it. Yeah. Anyway, by the way, with the rules here, do they have to be alive? No, it the doesn't matter. Mine cartoon character, Joe. No. What are the rules? I wake up well, and say that every morning. Yeah. What are the rules? <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> okay. Right. Who's next? Net Destroyer Kurt. Suze, what do you got for uh, Curtis? Um, Your co-host oh, on Geeky Gals and You know what? I along with Miles and Michelle. I, I'm not. I thought Zelda was into doing all of them. Um, oh no, uh, we're all we get. Uh, if you if you want to bow out, you can. You can just pick a bad TV I'm, character. Just pick a, a bad, bad what? Just pick a bad guy off a TV show or a movie. Okay. Um, Boss Hog. Boss They're Hog a perfect, from... horrible moderator. Yay. <laughs> Oh. From Dukes of Hazzard. Racist, Southerner, yeah, there you go. You know who's who he'd be in the tank for. Wow. Current boss hog. 
Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna skip all us co-hosts yeah. here. Don't strain <laughs> our creativity. Right to, right, to, right, right to Adam. All right. So, uh, <laughs> at, uh, J, okay, reverse alphabetical. So, uh, I give Adam. Uh, let me see. Uh, I think the worst moderator I could think of for him would probably be the uh, the Phantom of Crankor, of course, uh, which sounds something like this. <laughs> and that would be every question to each candidate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, next is Bobber. Yeah, you got you got Bobber. I get Bobber. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna give him. Uh, oh, my. Moderator of my dreams, Kim Jong Un. Oh, will he give each no. participant a love letter? <laughs> He's participating in democracy. Your Excellency. <laughs> yes. Boy, boy, oh boy. And the next question goes to Your Excellency. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Caitlin uh, Chris. Uh, Zelda, what, what do you got for Caitlin Chris? Bad moderator. Caitlin, your bad moderator. Is Congressman Jim Jordan? Hmm. Oh, oh! I just Excellent. threw up in my mouth. Yeah, that was. Uh, I I That's actually threw up on bad. my person. Uh, I'm just. You should see all this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, who's next? Firefox or Firefox? Why keep doing it? <laughs> Fox Fire. All right, uh, Trisec. All right, well, let's go back into the uh, realm of fiction, and we're going to have Donald Duck moderate here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to be able to do the Donald Duck voice. I can't do it anymore. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> good good <so>. try. <laughs> That's uh, all I got. Next is Francie. Oh, Francie. Fran, Fran Bowman. Yeah, uh, Fran Bowman. Yeah. You got one for Francie, Suze, or... Yeah, I'm going to saddle her with uh, my favorite, Vladimir Putin, and maybe oh. he'll even sing her oh. some Blueberry Hill if oh, she's Oh, boy. Oh, man. Uh, oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Susan. Susan with the deep Poor cut man. tonight. I found my field. Oh, I'm so happy we played this. <laughs> Get your own coal music, Russia. Shut the fuck Blueberry. up. Uh, yeah. so, that was Vladimir Putin singing uh, Blueberry Hill, by the way. And he pe he was able to peck out a, a simple little melody for it, like one note at a time on a piano. It was adorable. He thought yeah. he knew music. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Now, now, musicking is hard. It is. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm a musician too, Try, You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm. I'm okay. Uh, I, I know that there's work that goes into it, and Vlad didn't seem to want to do it. Hmm. So probably because he had to put a yeah. shirt on for his lessons. All right. Who's next? Oh, Great. Wow. <laughs> there is that. Grimmy. Grimmy okay. Is so next. Grimmy. Uh, Joe. Uh, no. Wait. It, oh no. I. It's me next. Uh, Grimmy. I'll tell you what. You're a debate moderator. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, this is gonna be a good one. Uh, I'll give you Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls. He would be the worst moderator yeah. ever. So. <laughs> oh, Powerpuff Girls. Uh, so yeah, he'd hate Biden because uh, he's running. His running mate is a woman. So uh, anyway, uh, who's next, Joe? And Heather. The next Heather. Heather is. What do you next? got for Heather? Heather. Me? Yeah. Yeah. You. Me. Oh. Oh. Uh, David Berkowitz. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Son of Sam. <laughs> Great moderator. He will yeah. get his. <laughs> he's gonna get his his questions right from his dog. So um. Oh, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, shit's funny. Uh, cat. What do you got, Zelda? Cat, your moderator, and I know you're gonna love this one. It's Salucci. Who's that? Paul Salucci? Yeah. That's a blast from the past, isn't it? Who's Paul Salucci? She's from New England. Former governor after uh, Bill Weld? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was Bill Weld's lieutenant governor, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. And then he had Jane Swift. Yeah. And then Jane Swift, yep. And that's one to grow on. And that's one to grow on. All right, who's next? Well, I think we're gonna have to skip the 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 the, uh, the order here because it's Ken Senior. Oh, hi, Dad. Uh, yeah. All right, great moderator for you. Uh, let's stick <laughs> this uh, close to home. Uh, from a, 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 a Pittsburgh baseball fame. Uh, oh God, I, I, his head was just in my his mind. His fi- name was just in my head. Um, <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, Myron Cope, Myron Cope, Pittsburgh original. Um, so I think he was a player for the uh, Pirates back in the day. So anyway, he used to be a pitch man for like uh, some car lot or something in Pittsburgh for years. So yeah, Myron Cope, he'll be your moderator. <laughs> anyway, okay, go ahead. Okay, next is Living on Long Island. All right, so All right. since we flipped the order, try go ahead. Living, I'm going to give you Senator Sheev Palpatine of Naboo. Ah, Star uh, Wars uh, reference. I almost said Star uh, Trek. And I'm becoming that guy. <laughs> ah, ouch. Ouch. But uh, I, I love them both. That's the thing. I just get confused in my old age. Um, so Dad liked Myron Cope, so that's good. All right. And uh, who do we have next in line? Next in line, we have uh, Morty. Okay, uh, Mordai, uh, that goes to... Mord- Mordai, Mordai. Yeah, Mordai, Morty. I'm not exactly sure myself. Um, but uh, that is... Uh, uh, who goes next, then? That's Me. Suze? Yeah, Suze. I'm going to go off the off the bounds and say Darth Vader would be a horrible moderator. Oh, I think he would beg to differ with you on that one. No! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he would love to do the job. And, you know, and of course, he could choke people from afar if he didn't like the answers, too. Or if he, you know, or if he was, uh, you know, uh, concerned about their, uh, what, faith in the force? What was it? Oh, God. I can't remember what that was. But, um, your faith in the force, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Um, (laughs) oh, come on. That's the hallmark ornament this year. I want one. It is. 
So anyway, uh, next up, uh, I'm skipping my turn. Goes Olo. to Joe. There you go, Olo. Joe. Olo. 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 Joe. Oh. Olo. Oh, yeah. is, is it me? Yeah. Give give Olo a... Oh. Give Olo... Okay. Uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh. oh. <laughs> don't. Whatever you do, don't go to sleep. And now, our debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't... Oh, and, and, and we would like to re remind the audience, uh, during the debate, no applause and no snoozing. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, you don't want Freddy to Next. applaud either. No. <laughs> President. All right, so President, uh, this one goes. We're, so we're starting over. Zelda, uh, what do you have for Prez? I'm going to go back to my animation area, and I'm going to say you have Archer, the titular character from Archer. Oh, there you go. Just watch your phrasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I suppose I said it. I should play it. If I if I played Bl Blueberry Hill, uh, I, I should probably at the very least play this uh, quick uh, phrasing. Um, phrasing, 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 mother, phrasing, phrasing, phrasing. There you go. Uh, all right, Joe. Who's next up? Theo. Theo, so uh, try. What do you got for Theo? Theo, well, for our West Coast friend, I will have a very unusual moderator. It's going to be a tray full of freshly shucked Wellfleet oysters. <laughs> uh, I hope they don't clam up on us. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> who's next? Uh, I think, uh, Von Hammer. Oh, this got, uh, this got called out by Loud the Loud noises! All right, so, uh, let's see. So after Tri Sues, uh, gets, uh... Von Hammer. Von Hammer. No, oh, Von Hammer. I think, uh, No-No Cat is the one. Oh, you know, quite vocal, the no-no oh. cat. Which which question, the question for you is, which no-no cat? This one? <laughs> or old school? No, 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 no. I was thinking the first one when I thought of it, so. All right, very good. Or both of them at the same time. Who would know the difference? Now, we have uh, some people with moons next to their name so i guess they're sniffing. yeah they're out yeah. for the night so yeah they got okay. a moon there so that, that's, uh, on this news that should round it up yeah and out. we are good everybody round who's it. in the chat room is uh discord is i'm sorry is everybody that's on chatango is in discord so that's good okay it's closing so, time all right it's closing time. do we have any uh any birthdays that anybody knows of you know i have i, I stupid me like like uh last last friday yeah was my wedding anniversary. I forgot oh. to Oh! That came up fast. The stereotype forgets his own anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Susan and I both <laughs> forgot it was our anniversary this year. That's how weird 2020 is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like 3 o'clock yeah. rolled around and we're like, oh, hey, happy anniversary. We're like, yeah. No, luckily I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't forget it in real life, but I did yeah. forget it on the radio. Okay. Well, that's good. Sure. Because, okay. sure. All right. What number? What number is this for you? For you two lovebirds? Three, three. 
All right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Joe hey, and Barb. Larry Bird. Oh, my God. Joe and Barb. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, oh no. Why, why that, Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. Oh, my God. Francie, you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the gifs going on all night long. I love it. I love a good gif party, so keep up the good work. Um, <clears throat> all right, it's gif, whatever. Um, have, a, have a wonderful time with your GIF files. She has, she has me, me and Barb uh, having sex there. I don't know what that's... <laughs> no, that is not How did she you get guys that, at I don't know where she got that. It that, like ain't, you were in, that ain't Miss Black Belt. First of all, at a I convention. can't... It looks maybe like it was in Vegas. Yeah, it looks I'd never get that low. Um, uh, <laughs> unless he's on a comment section with full of Trump cultists. Uh, That's right. So <laughs> he'll go as low Which as I would needs. never be. Yeah, exactly. You don't have I to know. go low. They start you there. So, uh, all right. But and no, no birthdays I'm seeing pop up here. So, uh, what? Rain's birthday was, it was a Monday. Two weeks ago. Or was it two weeks ago? A ways back. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. I forgot. That was the week of the first time Suze and I were here. That's right. So, um, yeah, I don't see any birthdays on my Facebook uh, related to the show. So, yeah, that's it. Look at that. We started. We ended this segment early. When does that ever happen? Oh my um, god! Never. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so anyway, well, let's let's uh, let me play something fun while I got you guys here. I'll let's, I'll probably let's remember. Huh? It's uh it's Ken Senior's birthday month, so. It is, if, yeah. If all else fails, we can just celebrate him all month. Well, that's Yay. true. That's true. So, all right, uh, what the hell? How about President Taft? It's his birthday today. <laughs> Everybody all get right. in the bathtub. This <laughs> is your birthday song. It doesn't last birthday tub. Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. And yeah, happy birthday month, Dad. So treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and uh, I, I want to get back to a little bit of audio. Uh, let, let's do something since we're on a feel good moment right now. I thought it was funny, but with a caveat, uh, Zelda pointed out to me she saw this Paul Rudd wear a mask PSA earlier. And he uh, he misidentifies the youth of today as millennials and not Gen Z, correct? Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So, uh, hey, you know what? He's an old man like me. We get this shit yeah. mixed. I almost said Star Trek instead of Star Wars earlier. So, I got problems. I don't, by the way, have a problem with Gen Z. I'm just saying. Usually, when people are complaining about my people who are almost forty, most of us, they mean the mm-hmm. the cool kids. Who are yeah. like stopping Trump rallies with K-pop and shit? Like that's not us. They deserve the credit. <laughs> sure. Well, anyway, so here's Paul Rudd with his uh, wacky wear a mask PSA. Yo, what up, dogs? Paul Rudd here, <laughs> actor and certified young person. A few days ago, I was talking on the iPhone with my homie Governor Cuomo, and he's just going off about how us millennials need to wear masks because get this: apparently, a lot of COVID is transmitted by us millennials. No cap. So Cuomo's asked me. He's like, Paul. 
you gotta help. What are you, like 26? And I didn't correct him. So fam, let's real talk. Masks, they're totally beast. So slide that into your DMs and twitch it. <laughs> Bye. Bad check. Yes, queens like ourselves. We wanna go to bars, we wanna drink, hook up, do our TikToks. I get it. I'm not gonna preach at you like some celebrity. Ugh. This is a combo where I talk and you shut up and wear your mask. Hello? Oh, hi, Billie Eilish. What's that? You're wearing your mask? Man, I wanna stand you. You're so my bae. Yo, listen, hype beasts. Oh Masks protect you and your dank squad. <laughs> because caring about other away. people is the new <laughs> not caring about away. other people. La, 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 la. Rock and roll. Now that's thick. Masks. You want a challenge? How about a stop the pandemic challenge? What about that? What about a save grandma challenge? That fun enough for you? My name is Paul, and I'm six feet tall almost. And <laughs> I wear my mask, and it's all I ask that you wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. It's easy. It's simple. Please. It's not hard. People are dying. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying, and it's preventable. It's preventable. Just wear a mask. I shouldn't have to make it fun. It's science. It's it's science. No. <laughs> Look at us. Hey, hey, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought wearing masks would be a problem? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, they're eating hot. We gotta yeet masks. this virus. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> gotta yeet this virus. Oi. <laughs> You know that that was not made about millennials, is that I didn't understand most of the references that are said. Like, I had to look up several, and I'm. You know, I know many of them from the periphery. I appreciated that he uses he used Stan in there because my nephew called me a Stan talking about a YouTuber that I liked. He was like, "Oh, so you're a Stan, right?" I was like, "What's a Stan? It means stalker yeah. fan." And I'm like, "No, it. I'm not it a means stalker. What? Stalker fan." Oh, yeah. I learned that one because of the Ed Markey Twitter. Like, I learned so much from them. <laughs> about the language that's used like sorry I oh Francie i didn't, I didn't the, know that Francie's really pushing the boundaries with the gifs now so <laughs> <laughs> she's going nuts that's our girl <laughs> uh no that's awesome keep the party going but no i i i think that was really funny it kind of reminded me of an old mm -hmm. mr show sketch where they were like hey i'm a teenager and I want to, you know, I think I should save my own money so to buy that damn record I'm talking about so damn much for myself. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and, you know, hey, fellow teenager, how are you? <laughs> you know, but. No, I loved it, too. It's so good. Yeah. So, but it, oh, very cringy. I mean, super cringy. Uh, Suze, I, I could feel you wincing from the other room. Yeah. From Studio was, LR. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. Um, <laughs> but I made it through without barfing at all. That's good. But so, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, uh, try thumbs up for Paul Rudd on this one. Hmm? Oh, I've been playing Gift, GIF, GIF, GIF. GIF is peanut butter. Yep. Uh, I've been playing GIF Derby out here, so I'm only half. I, I just wondered if you appreciated <laughs> Sorry, bad the bad co-host, bad, bad. Yeah, bad. seriously. All right, you don't get to talk about it, Joe. Uh, what did you think of Paul Rudd? <laughs> well, that went right over my 71-year-old head. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> there's there is nothing there that I understood. Like he well, could have said that in Mandarin, and it would have made as much sense. But serious. But by the time he got to the end, you understood what he was saying. Wear a mask. Yeah. Just wear a mask. I, I, I got the I got you know? the, the, the <laughs> gist of it, not the gift of it. Gist the gift of it. of it, or the gist. Well, it's, it's, it's both. Yeah, you got whatever. the gist of the gift of the gist of the gift. I, yeah, I, I got what he, where he was going, and I, I, caught, I caught on that he was he was uh, he was parodying some some generation that I don't. Yeah. I can't relate to, but um, that's about it. I get, the, I got the the general. Yeah, yeah. Eh, the kids yeah, are all right. But yeah, all right. You know, it's what they when I look in my day. It was groovy. Sure, Daddy O. You know, so that no, Daddy O. That was Jesus Christ. That was <laughs> Daddy O. Was <laughs> that's the forties, that's, that's, man. That's Greenwich Village <laughs> in, in the fifties. Jesus. Oh, I no, right. no, yeah, no. Beats. That's beat language, Ken. Yeah, that's Greenwich Village I mean, shit. They, yeah. I mean, jeez. Anyway. <laughs> that's Dolby Gillis that's stuff. A, uh, what do you, you call call people corn? You called them corn pop back then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Meaner G. <laughs> oh, Man, that's Meaner G. Krebs stuff. I forgot uh, about corn pop. Remember Maynard G. Krebs? No, yeah, you yeah. don't. I remember Maynard G. Krebs. He was. Um, He's the old man. Maynard G. Krebs was played by Bob. Um, Denver. Bob Denver from Gilligan's Bob Island. Denver. Yeah, and that's uh, right. he was on oh, the Dobie Gil- Was it Dobie Gillis? Dobie Gillis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So see the many loves of. There you have it. I ain't yes. uh, okay. I ain't that young, so uh, I have a dad who's about your age. So he told me all about that stuff too. He's like, Ooh, "Oh, you gotta watch this. Enough. You gotta watch this. Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? It's Gilligan, you know." Uh, but anyway, but by the way, by the way, can I just want to give a shout out to your dad and his pillow because, uh, as you, you know, my brother in law had his open heart surgery a couple of days ago. Yeah, and today they they gave him his pillow. Oh, the mm-hmm. the teddy bear pillow. Yeah, they got he got his yeah. pillow. So I want your dad to know that even in Pennsylvania we have pillows. <laughs> there we go. So uh all right, very good. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh we're going to go ahead and uh go to the break uh almost on time and then uh yeah, we're going to get back into all the awful audio that you can handle. I promise I'll try and keep it uh mm, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait. All right. Let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. And now, on with the show. Our army manned the airports. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oh, you know what? It must be Tuesday because I think I heard a piggy. 
Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans for 9-15-2020. And, of course, uh, where there is piggy sign, there is Trisec, of course, with his guinea pigs. I think I... Did I hear Lemonade? That is Miss Lemonade, and greetings from the city on the hill. Well, Miss Lemonade good. is not feeling too well. She had to visit the vet Saturday. She's Aww. got a wee little UTI. Oh, boy. Do, what, will they eat raw cranberries? Can they eat raw cranberries? They can. They like cranberries yeah. very much, actually. Oh, because that, that'll clear it up. So, right. <clears throat> so yes, uh, I think she approves. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, uh, and of course, uh, no stranger to cranberries. I'll leave it there. Uh, your uh, neighbor uh, <laughs> and fellow masshole, Zelda McGregor uh, from Cape Cod. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Thank you. And yes, I have fallen into a cranberry bog twice. Well, the, yes. And that's. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it, and you shouldn't be either. And that's two to grow on. And that's two. one to grow I have two with a full backpack on. Oh, with a full backpack? <laughs> Yep. So, I'm never going to a cranberry bog because I I know I'll just be like I'll just immediately I'll stay. It's not that easy to do. I'll, I'll 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 take one step and just be like splash, you know, and it's all over. So anyway, and of course Joe Santos of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Have you ever dared the wilds of a cranberry bog? Yes, uh, actually, quite often. Really? Yes, when when on the Cape, yeah, I have really. Uh, I have challenged the cranberry bog sometimes with my car. That's it. Oh, yeah. Did you drive oh, into geez, a cranberry bog? Kenny's the outlier. We have got a bog virgin among us. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've I've been I've been to the cranberry bog and back to talk about it. Yes. And if you, last... ever, if you ever walked <laughs> yeah. around the causeway around Hens Cove, on yeah, the okay. King, you will oh, always yeah. run into a cranberry bog. Okay. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Uh, and of course, last but certainly not least, uh, the prettiest girl in Cleveland, the Suze. Welcome back. Yes, hello. Thanks for feeding hello. feeding our house beasts. Yeah, the house beasts were coming at me. They they were like really angry with their claws and saying, "You haven't fed us tonight. Feed my boyfriend." Yeah. Yeah, they're like, "You He's don't want us to turn." One. He's in the back. He's like in the back. Going, yeah. You could feed me, maybe. I'm Cool with it. He doesn't care. He's, he's just such chilling. a gentleman. Oh, he really kind of one. is. He likes being tucked in. I'm talking in as about well. Timby for those of you who aren't. Oh, sure. Timby too. Timby. No, that was we were talking about Tennessee. I don't know. Who knows? So, uh, well, Timby's a gentleman. He is. That's there's no doubt about that. But anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and see what other audio we have. Uh, I think we might want to hear what top cop Bill Barr has to say on mail-in voting mm -hmm. with a right-wing journalist mm -hmm. by the name of John Cass from the Chicago Tribune. John Cass, more like John, your fucking ass. Um, <laughs> uh, so you thought I was going to take the easy route on that one, right? The kind of family-friendly one. John ass. Nope. I put in the F word. Uh, but yeah, so so this is Bill Barr um, uh, speaking with uh, John Cass again about the don't know mail-in voting. Oh, yeah, during a pandemic, you assholes, seriously. See, <sighs> the mail-in ballot has a danger here. It's a terrible danger. I said today, I said. Just think about the way we vote and why why do we vote the way we vote now, where you have a precinct, 
that you're assigned to. Your name is on a list. I got a good one for you, uh, Bill Barr. People like you who are rich and entitled and will never vote in person, um, why don't you fucking lead by example and go vote in person in a crowded precinct without a mask? Yeah, you Please. big fat job of the hut looking douchebag. Yeah, oh, was that out loud? Golden Corral uh, award winner uh, for you know hours spent at the buffet. Oh, I love that place. I love the chocolate fountain where the children stick their arms in it. Um, Bill Barton. Mm, yummy. So, uh, yeah, that was from I sold that well, from well, a meme. But uh, what what were oh. you going to what were you going to say, Try? Well, just voting by mail, I'd like to ask my fellow masshole, did you mm. receive a lovely gift in the mail today from Secretary of State Bill Galvin? Sure did. Yeah, Very I nice. did too. It's our official 2020 vote by mail application. Excellent. And all the information I need is right mm-hmm. here. He's mailed it out, given me all the instructions, said confirm your registration address below. If it's good and you want a ballot, just check yes and mail it back in. And it's already pre-addressed to my city clerk right here in the city of Waltham, my close and personal friend, Bob Waddick. I wish that same Secretary of State or Commonwealth, William Galvin, would not also sue the state so many times to stop us from making (coughs) progress on some of the issues that would have made it a lot easier to deal with these things already. Uh, but that's a personal feeling I have. This is also very, very... The whole point is, well, here in this Commonwealth, and of course your mileage may vary, they mailed it to me. I did not request an application. They've taken the step that everybody mm-hmm. gets an application yeah, they, this time around. Susan sent away and for it's them. your and, decision yeah. to mail it back or not, yes. but they've made the offer to us. Susan requests... Which is nice. That, Susan is the, requests... Sorry, yeah. Kenny. It, yeah. It's the middle of the road option that we wanted. Yeah. We wanted him to send a ballot to everybody, but yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Susan requested hmm. uh, our uh, the mail-in, you know, or the, the uh, provi- I'm sorry, what is it? Absentee. Uh, mm-hmm. Susan requested the absentee uh, er, applications, but then we just got a- these applications yeah. in the mail. Uh, what? Five days a ago? A week ago. But yeah, yeah um, we hmm. requested, alright, first of all, our councilman, who, Zelda knows who he is. Which um, one is it right now? Casey. It's bro- It's Casey. Ugh, so, all right. I yeah. know. Ugh, um, uh-huh. So, days uh, he put something on our front door that was like, "It's it's a fast and effective way to request a you know a mail by vote by mail thing in a you know yeah. whatever in a pandemic." And we're like, "Cool!" So I requested it, and then like what one or two days later, or or like twelve hours later. Trump was messing with the federal yeah. mail for the first time. He was messing yeah. with the post uh, office. And we were, and Ken and I had yeah. a lively debate about was this a smart thing to do? And I'm like, I don't know. But, um, no, I said, it. I ba- basically we got in an argument because she didn't know this shit was going down. No, about I didn't. This. And I said, well, I said, well, if I have to go vote in person, I'll go vote in person. And she was like, but I said, I requested these. You have, you can't vote, you know, uh, you can't do what Trump's telling you to do. <laughs> yeah, then, vote then twice. hours later. <laughs> no, 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 you can, well, I don't know how no. Ohio works, but you can request all the ballots you want in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah Only but- if they receive one back at their clerk's office, then you can't vote in person. Yeah. I can request 20 of them. If I don't mail any of them back, I can still go vote in person because they have no oh, yeah. record of me returning a ballot. 
So I'm yes, okay. and that is new this year. I want to give some props to Ohio, and mostly this is due to our friend uh, Jennifer Bruner that we've discussed before several times. But mm-hmm. Ohio, when I moved to Massachusetts nine years ago, was ahead of us in Massachusetts on early voting. I remember voting for Barack Obama in 2008, um, something like a month before the election on a Sunday. I waited in Mm. line, but I got Mm. it done and it was awesome. This is the very first time this year, uh, just September 1st. So what month is it? Still this month. Um, Yeah, (laughs) September. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. We're not sure anymore, are we? <laughs> um, what year so, is this? So, like, this is the first time this past election that we had fault-free um, early vote in a primary. Uh, so, th- it's kind of wild times. I feel like we're moving really quickly uh, in the right direction. Well, not really. Well, I'm not going to vote, well, gonna vote early. Or, well, go ahead. Hold finish on, try. Compared to our previous. We're moving very quickly mm. right now in yeah. comparison to the movement the we've had, which once years. again was our Secretary of the Commonwealth suing us. I yeah. wish Jordan were still here because he would be able to uh, discuss this better than me in the chat. But mm. we've fought tooth and nail to get Bill Galvin to make some of these what he would call concessions. But really what they are is making it easier and more equitable mm. uh, to vote. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Anyway, everybody is right here. It's just like, let's keep going. People should have same-day registration. They should be able to vote without an excuse early. Like, lots of people need that. Yeah. Joe, uh, what about you? Uh, uh, Before uh, you want to chime in on uh, and remind people of uh, what you and Barb did? Well, here here in Pennsylvania, it's it's, uh, new uh, mail-in voting. So what we did was... uh, Is that a landline? Hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, we don't get uh, good cell reception here. But anyway, uh, we, we had, uh, for the first time, we have mail-in voting. So um, that's annoying. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but, and it's one of those, it's a spam call, too. So anyway, um, we have mail-in voting for the first time. So um, with the way it works here in Pennsylvania is we... You could go online, fill out your request for an application online, and they send you the ballot. Once you, um, and on the application, you indicate, this was now back in June when we voted in the primary. So you checked that you wanted for the primary, and it, it asked you if you wanted for the general as well. You just check yes, and now it's automatic. It's I'm going to get a ballot automatically because of that application. Mm-hmm. Um the the Republican legislature in Pennsylvania, however, did not want to do it postage paid. So th- we actually have a poll tax now. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, <laughs> which you know really pisses me off. However, uh, we do have uh, drop boxes, so we don't have to mail them in. I'm going to use the drop box because I'm afraid yeah. of the mail. And, oh, uh, I, I drop box. That's great. Hmm? That's yeah, our drop, there's going to be a drop box in every section of the county and uh, one in front of the courthouse in Scranton where I will be driving and dropping my, my Beautiful. at the courthouse. All so right. uh, that's the way it's working here. All right. Well, so all, listen to what a nightmare scenario that is, everyone. What a nightmare this is. And, of course, it's not. Mm. It's just common sense during a, what is it? Pandemic. Pandemic. So, um, if you don't have a car, 
Yeah, but yeah. true, true. But uh, continuing Bill Barr with the Chicago, Chicago Tribune, uh, uh, John Cass. You go in and say who you are. You go behind a curtain. No one's allowed to no, you go don't. in there to influence you. <laughs> and no one can tell how you vote. I, I haven't been behind the, a curtain to to, to vote since I was in, I was eighteen. Curtain? No, there's since no curtain. Of the old mechanical you, lever machine. You go where, where is this? True, true. Yeah. Where does he vote? In as? Well, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, those lever machines. Those were fun. Uh, yeah. So I I, I got you there. Uh, Don't pay no attention to that, Alki. Oh shit! That was the wrong one. <laughs> That was a blazing saddle. Good enough. It's Bill Barr. Um, uh, but yeah, seriously. So you go in, and then there's the shoe shine boy when you come you out. In. And you know, I mean, yeah, I seriously. And then you mm-hmm. smoke a cigar in the lobby, and then uh, you hit on the dames. And uh, Are you doing an impression of my... No, it just so happens that he sounds a lot like Bill Barr. That is all. Okay, okay. So uh, I adapted that in joke into an out joke. Don't forget the getaway the getaway sticks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Great getaway sticks. Great getaway sticks. My grandma used to look at those games. All right. uh, That game's got great getaway sticks. That trick has great getaway sticks. There you go. All right. uh, (laughs) Bill, Bill, continuing with Bill Barr, not knowing, uh, you know, uh, that we don't have fucking curtains. It it has a little hand. Yeah. Oh, God. In toilets. Voting voting in as. Yeah. Yeah. I get on my rotary phone. Uh, But anyway, here you go. All of that is gone with mail in. There's no secret vote. You have to associate the ma- the envelope in the mailing, the name of who's there's sending no it in, with the ballot. So there's no more secret vote on mailing. You can never see a secret vote prevents selling and buying votes because you can never say okay. So now we're back in the business of selling and buying votes, and the capricious distribution of ballots means capricious, capricious. undue influence. Outright coercion. They're doing it now. They're okay. Coercion. The postman and saying, "Hey, yeah. pay off the postman." Here's a few hundred. He just fucking said, "Pay off the postman." Off Here's the a few money. extra hundred dollars. I, I, I worked <laughs> the elections here in Waltham for five years, and my job at Precinct One, Ward Two, was to process all the mail-in ballots. You know what I did? I put them all in order by street address. Sat down with the registration book, checked off that we received the ballots, opened them all up, and ran them through the machine. That's it. I bet somebody bought you off with a with a gift certificate to Golden Corral. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) I love you know. As soon as those things were checked off, that was it. I didn't care who it was or where it came from anymore. Nor could you You remember. I verified that we received the ballot. So if that person Mm -hmm. showed up to vote, no, we've already got your ballot. That's it. Yeah, and and Cat Cat says, "Dude, the fucking envelope identifies you, but the ballot slip doesn't." I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, That's you right. have to sign yeah. in. You have Never. to That's sign right. in. And oh, it's not a secret vote anymore. Oh shit! Every time I go to vote, they're like, "Are you a Democrat or Republican? Get in that side or this side." It's like uh, yeah. it's pretty safe bet. My vote's not that fucking anonymous. You know, yeah. and then you go up well, to the little plastic table with the rickety aluminum legs, you know, 
and fill it out, and the whole thing shakes. Well, There's no I curtain the behind you. I work my polling station. Like, yeah. One of them lives down the street from me, for crying out loud. It's like, come on. But, I mean, Kat makes an important point. You don't sign the fucking ballot. Yeah. No. You signed the goddamn inside no. envelope. Yeah, just like yeah. you would sign in uh, in prove your <laughs> proof of residency. Um, right. Well, the, you know. the way it works yeah. is the only thing that's tracked is one that you voted, and if it's in a primary situation, what direction you went. So, like, I can look up yep. because he lives here. I could look up Trisec right now and tell sure. you in what elections he voted. And whether or not he pulled a Democrat or a Republican ballot. Yep. Those yeah. are the two things that are definitely public record that anybody who has an understanding of how to do it, sure. which is a lot more yeah. people than you probably want to imagine. Anybody can go find out. Yeah. That anybody, I can do. All like, that information is out there. Yeah, I've run that, for office here it, in though. Waltham. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've run for office myself, and they provide all the candidates a list of all the voters all the registered voters and whether or not they voted in the last election. I got mm -hmm. that as a candidate. Fine. So that information's captured. Fine. But it yeah. doesn't say who they voted for. Just no. say, yeah, you're registered and yeah, you pulled a ballot. That's it. Like if, if you looked up Zelda McGregor in Massachusetts, what you would find is when I registered here, which would have been nine years ago, and all the elections mm -hmm. I voted in from municipal, and it would just say that I voted, um, which is tracked yep. when you pull the ballot. And then... Um, in primaries, so presidential primaries, yeah. we've had two Super Tuesdays since I moved here. It would show that I pulled a Democratic ballot. Oh, excuse me, three. It would show that I pulled a Democratic ballot twice. And that it would show, like, our regular primaries. So the, the yeah. gubernatorial ones, right? Well, yeah. um, It would show those. That's yeah, all more, you would know. Yeah. Now, you could make guesses. Yep. Sure, absolutely. It. All right, so, um, and, and hell, you could go look up right now uh, how much I've donated to Joe Biden's campaign if you got my name and where yep. I live. Um, Which is a much more valuable so. information point for any kind of data set that you're trying to build, true, by the way. True, true. But, uh, Suze, did you want to chime yeah. in before I get back to the rest of the audio here? Uh, no, I'm. this is all very okay. interesting. I just wanted to hear that you had more audio. Yeah, I got uh, about 51 more seconds here on this. Dollars. Give me some of your ballots. 2000 But yeah. yeah. Pay off the postman. Yeah. And then and then what? And then on top of that, you have talk of violence, and you have mm -hmm. the Washington Post and others, and Michael Anton, local piece, you said, you You know, liberals project. You know, the president is going to stay in office and right. seize power right. and all this. Fascism. I've never heard of that crap. Right. I mean, I'm the attorney general. I would think I would heard about it. Yeah. I've heard about it. Okay. Uh, Trump has said They're it. Projecting. They're creating an incendiary That's situation. They're creating an incendiary situation. Close vote. People yeah. will say, you know, someone, you know, the president won yeah, Nevada. Oh, well, wait a minute. We just discovered a hundred thousand ballots. Every vote must be counted. Yeah, but we don't know where these freaking votes came from. Yeah. Did you either hear the uh, depth of disdain in his voice for saying every vote must be counted? Yeah. Every Come vote on. We, must we, we be take counted. Seriously, in this Commonwealth, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull myself in because I'm a Bostonian. Did it make the national news? The city uh, county clerk in uh, I don't know where it was, the fourth congressional district. Uh, it was Joe Kennedy's old seat, and mm -hmm. it took them three extra days to count all the ballots. And as it turned out, like 2000 of them were missed somewhere. Mm. And the city clerk or the County clerk that discovered the lost ballots, she made sure they got counted. 
Those 2000 ballots decided the election. And once it was all said and done, she accepted complete responsibility and resigned. Yep. Well, there you go. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Joe, what what do you think about that? You uh, know, I don't know what at the national level they're thinking about, but at the states and the local, we get this stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that a hundred percent. But Joe, uh, what's your takeaway from that that whole thing with Barr? I mean, you know, saying that oh, this whole thing, he's not going to leave power. That's uh, uh, them projecting onto Trump. Trump has said he's going to seek more terms. He's you know. Yeah. You know, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he says he's he's going to negotiate a third term. I don't mm. know with who. With who? Mm. I guess he's going to go back to uh, Thomas Jefferson and talk <laughs> to him. But yeah. he's gonna, he, could, he, he, could, uh, he wants to negotiate a third <laughs> yeah. term uh, because uh, his he feels his first term he was harassed, mm. so it shouldn't count. His presidential harassment. Yeah, they shouldn't count. They talk about yeah, talk about uh, you know, crybaby. But anyway, in Pennsylvania uh, now we're, they're trying to to uh, every vote should count. By the way, Bill Barr. That's I know he doesn't know about election law because I don't know what law school he went to. Yeah. But uh, election law says every vote must be counted. I wouldn't be surprised yes. if he did like air quotes when he said every vote must be counted. Yeah, every <laughs> vote must be counted. And and I know they're setting up this idea that the only vote that's going to count is the vote on election day and that anything after that will be contested in court and stop counting the mail-in ballots. I know where they're going with this. <laughs> I know exactly where they're yeah. going with this. Now, Pennsylvania is trying to, trying to preempt that. Uh, Governor Wolf wants to start counting the ballots three days early yeah okay which i don't see why you wouldn't do that if the ballots are reached uh, on october 10th for example all right why don't you open them count them run them through the machine and and put them to the side so that on election day okay you have already counted mail-in ballots yeah you can't count late ones because if they're postmarked uh, t- by eight o'clock on election day, they have to be counted. So there yes. may be some yeah. stragglers, but if you start counting three days ahead of time, election night, you should have a good result. Mm-hmm. A fairly Agreed. good idea of where Agreed. you are. Now the Republicans are resisting yeah. that, yeah. of course, because they want the confusion. They want to yeah, say Pennsylvania yeah. went overwhelmingly for Trump on election night. But three days later, we have four hundred thousand ballots that said Biden oh, won. Jeez. Yeah, Suze. Okay, uh, that's what yeah. they want. Yeah, uh, we we got to get going yeah. to the break. But Suze, do you want to you want to chime in real quick before we uh, do so? Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. All right, all right. When we come back, we will. Uh, oh boy, yeah. It, it, I'll leave it a surprise. <laughs> the only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Then things are really clear.
could kiss you in the mouth. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka goes right there. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com Robot. 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 Robot! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Eerie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland, twice. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Cape Cod. And thank you, Boston. Welcome back to the show. And thank you to all the other fine localities of our turnips uh we love you all and of course welcome back to the show uh we're gonna get straight back into it uh we have um another clip uh, leaked in not leaked but i would i would say uh, presented dropped in a very unlikely source uh, uh on stephen colbert had woodward on to talk more about these recordings he made of Trump, and uh, it, this this is uh, this is kind of mind blowing. That uh, uh, seriously, this clip debuted at number one. Uh, no, <laughs> um, uh, this this and it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Um, but yeah, this debuted on Stephen Colbert's show uh, last night. You have brought a clip. Uh, for us to hear tonight, and um, this is this is an we call this an exclusive in the business. Bob. Yes. Okay. So let's blow the lid off of this. Can you set up what? Let me just say it's really funny to hear Colbert and Woodward speak to one another because Colbert is a very meticulous speaker, and Woodward is kind of like uh, Toby from you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Toby Radloff uh, from uh, Killer Nerd or the friend of Harvey Picar from American Splendor. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's kind of a, a juxtaposition. But, I, you know, 
Woodward has done some fine work. I don't want to take away from that. What this clip is about. Uh, is This is the one where uh, he's in the Oval Office. Yes, sir. And uh, it's in April. And he tells me what happens when somebody sneezes. And we all live in a world where there are people who sneeze. And uh, if you have the audio of it, and this is the first time it will be played. He, he does. Uh, you get it's it. It's quite to revealing. People did. Okay. Uh, do we have this? Can we play this? Yeah. Let's Jim? hit it, Jim. Jim? And Bob, it's so easily transmissible, you wouldn't even believe it. I know. It's. I it, mean, you can you can be in the room. I was in the White House a couple of days ago, a meeting of 10 people in the Oval Office, and a guy sneezed innocently, not a horrible, you know, yes. just a sneeze. The entire room bailed out, okay, including <laughs> me, by the way. Well, okay, I'm just going to pause it because a, it's a longer clip and everything, but in, our analysis, I think, will be less painful than Bob Woodward. I, again, Bob Woodward, you've done some fine work. I'd rather read your books than hear you speak. Um, That's what I do, an innocent sneeze. Yeah. So uh, that, that it, it, in and of itself, you know, it was an innocent sneeze. Oh, there's there's a, gu there's a guilty sneeze? <laughs> yes. There's no, like damn it. I do premeditated sneezes all the time. <laughs> I saw you planning that tricycle. I saw you sniffing the black yeah. pepper. Don't so. mess with me, man. <laughs> uh, I'll sneeze on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, seriously, I, I mean, mm. you know, it's just an innocent Re sneeze, Joe. Reminds me of legitimate rape. Oh, oh. my God. Oh Remember my that God. guy? Yeah. What was his name? Sarah. Uh, uh, um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Tina Fey. I almost said Sarah Palin. Tina. That was the only good thing about Sarah Palin was Tina Fey. Um, Todd Aiken. <clears throat> Todd Aiken. Yeah. Uh, Todd Aiken. But yeah, I the. Um, oh man, no, I don't think I have that. Oh, but yeah, there was a, a, a Tina. Uh, the uh, Tina Fey did a thing where she was like, "If one more gray-faced old Republican man." Decides to tell me what to do with my body. <laughs> I forget what she said from there, but with I remember a three dollar haircut <laughs> with a three dollar haircut. Yeah, I think so. And uh, but yeah, but seriously, you know, uh, Zelda, this an uh, innocent sneeze. He ran out of the room. He ran out of the room. It's so. Oh, it just hurts to think about. As a person who makes a big show of sneezing, not intentionally, but like when it starts to happen to me, I'm like, oh God, this is it. It's and like a chain reaction. I wave my arms, like my little hands wave around and I go like, Ugh, like I'm ready for it. And I stare at the light above me if there is one, because <laughs> I believe that that will make me sneeze faster. Um, Doesn't sound very innocent. I don't innocent. know what an innocent like sly <laughs> sneeze is like. When you try to hide that you have the hiccups, I guess, is mm -hmm. a, a similar thing where you're like, no, I'm just swallowing funny. I don't know what you mean. Like, watch me give myself the hiccups now. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's <clears throat> just way to admit that you fucking know exactly what's going on and that yeah. you think it's hilarious. Like, oh, yeah. I saw this guy, like, innocently stab some guy. It was hilarious. Then he ran out of the room. <laughs> oh, it's it, I. It, I mean, but you know, Trisec. This is this is where we are. Where Trump no, is is, is the germaphobe. 
running out of the room yeah. because of an innocent sneeze. And of course, again, well, oh, I've wanted but, to downplay but, but this. He's a germaphobe privately, but a germophone, germophile. I don't know. He's giving all of his supporters instructions to contaminate each other. So I don't know how to reconcile that. I know. That's why I'm saying I go back to, you know, Biden. You know, I don't get it. You know, I don't like it that Joe says that so much, but I'm at the point where it's like, I mean, Joe, I don't get what his end game is here. It's so convoluted hmm. and so the uh, uh, self-defeating in many ways. Is he, it, Joe? Do you think Trump is just trying to test the boundaries of how much damage he can do to this country without uh, in seeing how many supporters he can hang on to until everything's on fire and diseased? You know, I, I sometimes think that yes, he, and yes. I sometimes yeah. think that he. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, does he really believe some of this shit? Obviously not, because last night he 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 reiterated what he said on that tape when he said, "I stay on the stage," and I really don't like that you're that close to me. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit. That was I mean, even Anderson last, Cooper up, up to last stuff, yeah. night. He he's mm-hmm. re, he's reiterating what he said on the tape. So uh, I don't think he gives a shit. I think I think he just feels that he, it's what I said before. He 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 verbalizes what what a lot of these white supremacist people in his crowd are thinking. Yeah, and and legitimizes all of that, and nothing else matters to them. Nothing else, not even their health. As long as they no. can say the N word and feel that it's okay, because the the, the because the this president told me it's okay. As long as I could feel that mm. I'm I'm superior because I'm white, yeah. Okay, and he he makes and, and the president says that's okay to feel that way. Uh, yeah. They don't care about anything else. They don't care yeah. if they die. I, I they rather right. die than admit that yeah. that their whiteness makes no difference in the scheme of things. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. rather die. I, I think I think you really nailed it um, because. I I haven't seen such nihilism in politics in my entire life. I mean, the no. Tea Party was one thing, you know. The 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 Birch Society people were another. This this is fucking unheard of. Susan, you let out a big sigh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. It, I I think it might be nihilism. I, I this is kind of the first time I'm thinking of this, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, Suze, you know, he's taken, I could go out and shoot a guy in the face on Fifth yeah, Avenue, yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, I wouldn't lose a single supporter. So I think... He's actually said that, hasn't he? he yeah, he, he said, said that out loud. I could shoot a guy on Fifth Avenue, and they would cheer me on, and all that's yeah. happened is that now yeah. it's as simple as sneezing. Yeah, so so now this and you know again the anti-maskers who he's he's supporting and the QAnon people he's supporting, Sue's. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of a special kind of nihilism we haven't seen. I'm sorry, guys. I, uh, no, I it's just okay. Don't understand these kids today. Well, that's they, what I'm saying. That's why I, I, I said 
I said the same. I mean, don't know about anything, and they don't care about nothing. And well, it's not the kids; it's the Trump it. cultists. Uh, but, yes. uh, but no, I'm. Uh, you know, like you're kind of reiter- re- reiterating what I said is that you know, like Joe Biden says, I don't get it. I mean, it, it, our our minds don't operate this way. Our minds don't no. operate in some cult collective. You know. We're free thinkers. It's, it's it's very selfish. I don't understand such selfishness because I do feel like I'm connected to my community. I do feel like I'm connected to my city and my society. <clears throat> I do yeah. like people I don't know. I do not want... I wish I had a grandma. I mean, I would... I would hate to hurt anyone else's grandma for God's sake. Sure. That's horrible. Sure. You know, I mean that—that's just my. I wish I still had one. Shoot, I'm jealous of the people mm. every day that have a grandmother, a grandfather, yeah. or anybody. And, and that so, yeah. So Same. I don't know. It's just weird. Like I, the selfishness is is blowing my mind. It's, it's off just the charts. So pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like who are these selfish people, and why do they think that that uh. That it's all about them. I, they're I don't they're so goddamn special. Yeah, I don't know. They're so goddamn special. But, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. But try. Uh, uh, I want to bring you in on this. Uh, 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 something, a meme that I saw. Unless you had something specific you wanted to add to this, uh, there was there was a, a yeah. meme I saw the other day, uh, and it showed a whole bunch of people in MAGA hats and holding up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, wearing the obnoxious T-shirts. I'll drink your liberal tears and the, you know. <laughs> fuck your feelings and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and and there was uh uh it was hey you remember when obama supporters wear their obama hats everywhere and had their you know insults oh, to yeah, another one you know insults to to yeah you yeah. remember when we we did that we never fucking did that yeah. we can't we yeah, no, said we didn't we, we're americans yeah we weren't in a fucking cult as the version i saw yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, and, and, and it is just that. I just can't fathom the sheer blindness of the followers here. I mean, to pull the Sunday show into this, I'm a World War II geek, and I have endlessly studied how Hitler came to power. You know, yeah. here I am going Godwin. But I, I see the same things. It's the frog in the boiling water. Sure. Nobody sees it coming. And again, going back nobody, to what you're talking about. Nobody the- can recognize it. And the few of us, as it feels, the few of us that do look at this and say, holy shit, this is happening. This this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. You know, w- when Trump declares us all illegal, well, I'll see you guys in the camps because we're going to be the first ones there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. I had people quoting me the frog in the boiling water thing 10 years ago. Like literally 15 years ago, I remember where I was and we were involved. I I just don't get it. I I could, I could take one of them, any one of those Trump cultists and drop them in the middle of the raging forest fire in freaking California Mm -hmm. and say, look, don't you see this? Mm. And they'll say, what? This is perfectly normal. Trump said it would cool down. Trump said it would cool down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Science is wrong. They don't know. Yeah. 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 
Uh, but uh, anyway, we're we're getting I mean, close. I, I see it yeah. myself. I mean, well, and, and, and what I what wasn't I wasn't it some weeks ago. Well, well just, just to bring just, us all back in, wasn't it some weeks ago we were all talking about gardening and everything else? Sure. My growing season here in Massachusetts has shifted in the 20 years that I have lived here and I have run a garden in my backyard. I used to plant on Mother's Day. I don't yeah. dare because we still get frost until Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, we were all over the place with our garden. We were all over the and place trying to figure it out. And I've seen that change in the last 15 years. My, but, you know, 15 yeah. years. Well, but to go back to your other point, though, Try what going back to the first hour of the show, talking about the QAnon blood libel tactic that they're doing right now, yeah. that empowered, yeah. that emboldened uh, Hitler, that inspired Mein Kampf, the, you know, uh, the elders of Zion stuff. Um, I mean, so... Yeah. We're seeing all, history all repeating. That itself. hatred has always been bubbling there just under the surface. Yeah. yeah. We have to fight to suppress it. And we've seen this enabler in the White House makes it all legit. Yeah. 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 Well, I, well, think, I think there are people ahead, that I mean, it's believe, just human nature. Yeah, go ahead, I Susan. think there's people that believe that human nature is basically kind and loving. And there's people like me that believe you have to work hard to be kind and loving. And people are generally fearful and hateful. Yeah. I think they're that's, generally that's my fearful experience. and hateful. I hate to say that, but, you know, let's no, not be... No, that's my experience. Yeah. Well, what we have to... I mean, honestly, yeah. it was Wayne's world. Yeah. <laughs> we fear change. Well, what we yeah, have we to... Do. Yeah, well, what we have to do is... Um, I mean, Joe, the, you, you can cite this is your experience as well because you kind of live in a uh, a rural area i grew up in a rural area in ohio not that much different than pennsylvania and um uh, the it's like the major population centers we know we have to work together you know you know like scranton you know yeah. it's a it's a blue city cleveland's a blue city um and the, the it's the outskirts it's like the outskirts yeah. and you do live in the outskirts and you've expressed your frustration with some trumper neighbors and stuff like that they, they sneak out in the middle of the night tippy toe you know <laughs> to put up their fucking 800 trump signs and banners and everything um mm. but uh you know uh, you know this that it's like places like pennsylvania and places like ohio we'd be blue if it was just our major population centers, it's that there are, we, we are, our state has so few, our states have so few like major population centers compared to places like New York and, you know, California. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, to a certain degree, but you know, it, it's, it's like in their smaller populations, you know, obviously there's, there's reasons why people want to live in California, New New York, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, uh, so so we're competing basically with the sparse, sparsely populated rural areas that surround us. The drive twenty minutes in any direction, you're in the deep south areas. You know, and 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 that is uh, and that's seriously another reason why we need to stay, take a a long hard look at the electoral college. You well, know? yeah, I mean it's what James Carville said yeah. about uh, about Pennsylvania. You got 
you got Philadelphia in the east, you got Pittsburgh in the west, and between you have Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's Pennsylvania. But um, luckily for us, we have uh, the suburbs of Philadelphia and around Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. We can't overcome the center Alabama. Uh, and usually we have. And remember, he, he only won by a, a very slim margin. I think 44,000 votes here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so you know, for him to – the way the suburban women are going uh, <laughs> as, as, as shown in 2018, I, I wouldn't count on Kerry in Pennsylvania if I were Trump. Yeah. Uh, but, but none of this is a mystery to me. Uh, and I'll say it again. Trump is saying this. You may be the poorest trailer creature in Louisiana. If you were white, you are better than the richest black person mm. that is alive. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Mm. That's what he's telling yeah. them. And yeah, yeah. that's all they care about. That's why you can drop them all in the middle care. of a f- fire in California or in the middle of a hurricane in Louisiana. Or you could drop them in, in a in a in a, a super spreader event at one of his rallies and they don't care because yep. no matter how low I am, I'm white. And that makes yeah, me higher I'm than still the richest, than, them. than the, that makes is. me richer than the smartest, most educated black man in the world, period. And he makes yep, me feel I'm that still way. better than them. And that's the yep. answer to why they will die for him yeah. because yeah. that's more important than life to them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it just well, boggles my mind. You guys, I, I live in a college yeah. city here. We're mm-hmm. all cheek by jowl. We're forced <laughs> to live together and well, understand each other because the city will fall apart if we don't. Just so you guys know, uh, you're going to be really sad. We're not going to get to hear Chris Hayes tell us all about Michael Caputo tonight. Oh, um, Jesus. So, we, we might have to <laughs> save that, yeah. but. Damn, that guy's a dumb hunk of shit, isn't he? Oh my you know, god! I stopped he, watching Ari Melber for that reason. He used to have Caputo on all the time. Oh, he and did. Him airtime. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! The guy that said that he said uh, oh, chi- Chinese people drink the suck the uh, blood out of bats and eat. Well, this is the first time you've been hearing about about Michael Caputo. Michael Caputo's been around for a long time, and Ari Melber had a habit I, I of know. having. Having him and and all the the uh, all the uh, uh, Roger Stone associates yeah, yeah, yeah. on with them all the time, giving them airtime, letting them and and he would talk to them like they were actually rational people. Yeah, like, I just that's why yeah, I stopped. I, why I stopped watching Ari Melber because I, I can't watch him anymore. Yeah, because yeah. He gives I, these people an audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. All right, Drives all right. me crazy. All right. Oh, I see that. Calm down. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So, oh my God, you're worse than uh, Ken. Stop it. Stop it. I am. I am. Um, uh, I don't. Stop it. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's worse than worse than me, because you know you know what they say about me. Uh, Kenny Pick is a bad, bad, bad. Man, how's Glenn Beck's career oh. doing? Ooh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Not so fucking good. I wish I could mm. say I t- could take credit for ending his career, but I did make some pretty great uh, jingles uh, or, or uh, montages about Glenn Beck that Stephanie you Miller played really a lot to yes, illustrate did. his craziness. Uh, yes, I did the first one for Stephanie again. Miller. Yeah. So um, crying again. Oh God, he was always crying, wasn't so he? So long ago. So 
Anyway, um, we got to wrap things up right now. Let's do quick parting shots, everybody. Uh, Zelda, go first. As quick as I can go. That's what she said. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> some of us do live near burgeoning <laughs> or long-established population centers in large states, mm-hmm. including the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Never forget that the Electoral College only matters in one election out of four years and that there are still exactly the same amount of people voting in state elections and local elections. And if those people disagree with you and are the creepy right-wingers, your state legislature will still be trash. So what you need to do is organize and activate around that and improve your state legislature. If you need help or have questions about that, please see me in the chat. And there thank you, you go. everyone. There you go. Uh, all right, uh, Trisec, what do you got? Well, I just want to steer us briefly back to Ask a Vet today. I actually oh, posted sorry, a Trump man. advertisement. Yeah, what happened okay. to Ask a Vet? I'm sorry. I, no, he That's, still uh, does support it. Support our troops yeah. from the Make America Great Again committee, and they used a stock image supporting our troops now. Oh, that's right. Of Russian MiG-29s flying over Russian soldiers. So these are the troops that Donald Trump is supporting. Trump, uh, I I mean, do you think there's a troll in there? Do you think there's like a paid Russian troll to like to do that? Or you know, nothing, nothing, nothing would surprise me at this point. But as we've discussed previously, the Trump campaign is lazy. (laughs) They just found a stock image. A fighter jets flying over soldiers and said, hey, this looks good. Well, hey, hey, you know what, Trisec? I think that's fake news because guess what? No one, and I mean no one, loves and cares for our servicemen and women as much as President Donald J. Trump. (laughs) Oh, damn. All right, I'm sorry. I retract all of that. He showed you. Damn it. (laughs) See? Wow, how wrong can I be? See. Oh, yeah. See. <laughs> nobody, but nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> uh, period. If, especially. Period. Yeah. Period. period. That's right. So, period. sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Period. Sounds like it's, it, it's, it's, uh, wow. yes, yeah. it's a. Yeah. No, he's making fun of Sean all Spicer. Right. All right. Uh, That's all I got. Suze, what do you got? Uh. And I just, you know, everything's great. I enjoyed everything's you guys fine. Tonight. This and is fine. Everything's fine, okay? <laughs> I know the whole West Coast is burning. I know that. But, you know. Um, no, did, we you guys are getting the haze out there in the Midwest, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. That's what Ken says. Tiny That's bit of haze, yeah. Little haze, hazy sun. Not as much um, today, yeah. but yesterday, yesterday, yesterday from, it was very uh, pronounced. Go ahead, Susan. We did get a letter from our. Um, our councilman that you should do the census. Come on, guys, do the census. Who hasn't done the census? Oh, thanks, Let's Brian. do For the census sakes. again. We already did the census, yeah. Casey. We did it so long ago. That was like yeah. four or five months ago. <laughs> that was I right know, at the right? beginning totally. of all this. I know. But you've got, till sub- you've got till September uh, 30th to do it. If you haven't yet, yeah. just don't tell me <clears throat> you're a total loser that you didn't do it already. Anyway, I did so, that in 2010. We have to do it again. Yes. Uh, state by state. <laughs> oh oh like, no, seriously. no, it's not. Not state by state. That's a federal thing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, that'd be cool if they did that, though. They just did like red states one year, blue states the other. <laughs> uh, I'm ringing the vote. 
Um, so anyway, uh, and last but not least, uh, Joe, what do you got? I'm just going to say, beware of the, uh, beware of advice from pundits and Republicans. Okay. Democrats. Okay. Uh, today I heard on CNN after Cal Cunningham who's running against Tillis in North Carolina for Senate. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in a debate the other night, he said that uh, he would be reluctant to take a vaccine. And, um, you, you know, as, as we all would be, right? Uh, yeah. And we're not anti-vaxxers either. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I heard on CNN after they played a clip of him saying that, saying, and I quote, Democrats better be careful. You know, every time I hear <laughs> a pundit say Democrats better be careful... I know we're winning. Hey, maybe we can peel away some of the right-wing anti-vaxxer vote. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they're afraid of. But I mean, I, I, see the shi- I, see, I see a little bit of a shift going on. I see it more on CNN than I do on MSNBC, mm-hmm. but I see a little shift going on saying, oh, we got to give this guy some credit somewhere along the line. Or we got to, we got to, you know, we can't give the Democrats all the credit and we got to, you know, so yeah, let's, it, let's see, it depends on it the show you're watching. It, it, but there are some that will give no quarter. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't give him any quarter. And uh, this whole thing that's going on with uh, with Bahrain and and the United Arab Emirate, I don't buy it. I don't buy oh, no. it for a minute. And These until, are future business bring... deals. That's all they are. It's a desperate race to they're, get future they're... business deals. Oh, it's more than that. It's and, and with Israel, it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And it's it's Iran's backing of the rebels in Yemen and that horrible thing that's going on. Instead of the United States being involved in trying to solve that problem and get, and get food and, and medicine yeah, yeah. to these people in Yemen in this humanitarian crisis, we're selling airplanes to the UAE and to Saudi Arabia to sure. continue the conflict. Okay? That's what yeah. we're doing yeah. here. Okay? So let's not make – let's not kiss uh, – Jared is, Kushner's ass. No, no, no. We just this made, is, we, just made yeah. we just made a military deal to sell F-16s yeah, yeah. to the to the UAE. That's what we fucking did today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And let's let's not make any bones about it. Because until the Palestinians no are at the fucking table, there's no peace in the Middle East. Well, basically, Joe's what swear. what the conservative yeah, he's a, what the swear bear when he gets impression. Yeah, what yeah, the conservative uh, move here is, Joe, and I'm going to move into my parting shot with this. What the conservative mm-hmm. move here, though, is to basically <laughs> set up a uh, scenario as to uh, you're basically enabling uh, Israel to have a lot more allies to keep committing uh, uh, atrocities towards the Palestinians, which could mm-hmm. go move from apartheid <laughs> to possibly uh, genocide mm-hmm. uh, at this point. So mm-hmm. um, it is not, again, without the Palestinians at the table and without a, you know a full-throated endorsement, and I'm not talking about that throat that they like to have things jammed down, um, oh. <laughs> a, a full-throated endorsement of a two-state solution. Uh, until that happens, all of this is just... It, it, it's its the military-industrial complex making deals and making mm-hmm. these... The, these play, and possibly, like, completely upsetting the balance of power that exists right now in, for, in, in, in a bad way, you know? 
um, creating like megalomaniacal superpowers uh, in in little pockets, as if those don't already exist. <laughs> you know, hey, let's make them all megalomaniacal super uh, superpowers. I'm sorry, I've tried to say megalomaniacal so many times. I'm done now. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's 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 fake. It's 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 not peace. It's um, arms sales. It's it's yeah. yeah. It's Iran Contra on crack is what it is. Oh, man. Um, so uh, it, it, to me, that's all it is. And uh, yes, okay. I don't hate Israel. I hate Benjamin Netanyahu. I hate his party. Um, you know, uh, I hate the hypocrites who support Israel at all costs and refuse to acknowledge that we uh, 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 we fund. Uh, we give them money and, you know, they're like, oh, make abortion illegal. Israel is the Holy Land. Don't say anything about it. Oh, we give Israel money for state funded uh, abortions. Did you know that, Trumpers? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we pay for government funded abortions in Israel. The Holy Land. What if Jesus, what if the next Jesus was coming back? Where is he going to be born? Funded hysterectomies. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get to mention that. Yeah, that's that's something that's going on. We got to talk about that on on Friday or next Tuesday. Uh, Basically, we have eugenics, uh, the 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 precursor to eugenics and scientific experimentation on uh, uh, captive migrants uh, in ice facilities. Uh, which is horrendous. Forced hysterectomies on women. Uh, this story is mm-hmm. is developing, so we will mm-hmm. talk about it more on one of the next programs. But yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. on that happy note, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so much ugliness right now. But I just want to remind everybody: be kind to one another. Take care. Give 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 a family member a call tomorrow. Uh, you know, send somebody a nice tweet or a nice message or something like that. Just do anything you know nice. Treat yourself if you'd like. Um, but, you know, just just think if there's one little nice thing you can do, one nice little piece of advice or a kind word you can pass on to somebody, do it. Uh, we'll be back here on Friday, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Bobber will be back for sure. Uh, he's just getting over his ick. Uh, Rain, uh, get better. She, she, mm. uh, she's also sick this week. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll figure out what's going on on Friday. We'll see you then, and of course, join us for Geeky Gals and Guys this uh, yep. Sunday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. And then d- don't forget about Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from eight to ten p.m. Eastern. Very good. It was and really fun, you guys. You missed it. It was. Yeah, I know. I wish someone had fun. reminded me about it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> so, oh no, I thought you meant Geeky Gals and Guys. Uh, never mind. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> No, it but was still uh, a joke about Monday. Paul's memory bank. Oh, see, there you go. Oh, da- that's, that's a kind bad of, joke. That's the kind of uh, bad jokes you yeah. can expect from Zelda McGregor. And uh, last but not least, though, uh, stick around. The Tim Carmel show is coming up at uh, in, in about six minutes here, right after this program. And uh, Joe, uh, a quick, uh, quick couple word teaser for the the program, uh, the Tim Carmel. Yeah. Show. Air Antifa. Oh, I cannot wait. Sounds great. So, is that like an Airbnb? Is that like an Airbnb? Sure, it's more like like, uh, like an airline. More like (laughs) 
Emirates airline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. That's all we got. We'll see everybody on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. I mean, Jesus, God.